Welcome back to the Langer and the Gowl, in a podcast where you certainly won't catch anyone running up any hills. Fuck you, K. Bush. What's the crack? I am John James, and I am, of course, joined, as always, by the bodacious bitch, <laughs> Lauren Catlan. How are you? Hey, John. What's the crack? Uh, too bad now yourself. You've just zapped the energy out of me. Go on. Did I? Yeah, you did, yeah. Oh. I came in all full of it, and you were like, oh, yeah, I'm in Lauren. I'm in great form. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking could have fooled me. This will put you in great form. I just got a memory. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell anyone what it was. No, that was, was annoying. Yeah. yeah my <laughs> asshole was in the picture. Um, <laughs> how are you? Here, I'm not too bad. How was your week? Here, it was grand now. It was only been a few days because we were uh, scheduling last week was a bit yeah ropey on our side. So yeah. it's only been about four days. But like I've done absolutely piss all in those Have four days. No. Yeah. No news at all. No, not really. No. You're looking at me like I should have some nope. again. No, no, I'm not. But, uh, I'm not. Nope. How was the, how did you find the heat wave? Uh, yeah, I'm a winter person, like, so. Mm, winter boy. Winter boy. So I wasn't, yeah. we were thoroughly impressed, but I wasn't going to wish bad weather on the world because of me. I didn't sleep great on Sunday night. I was awake until probably like four, which is very unlike me. That's why you put up a story at two in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Which I saw instantly because I'm. Yeah, because you don't sleep either. Um, and then work on Monday was no problem because it's air conditioned. Savage, savage. So yeah, it was practically cold, you know what I mean? And everyone was saying it when they came in, oh, it's lovely in here. It's like, Fuck yeah. off. I was like, yeah, it is, yeah. You have to keep it cool in secret because we were throwing it back and clapping ass. and Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's very sweaty. Like, twerking you know? and other things that... I don't want to get into Hole work it. and all that, you want to stay cool. Did you just like say hole work? Hole. Oh, yeah. Hole work, it's yeah. not that kind of establishment, you know that. Yeah. Um... And then, like, I was, like, trying to be all bougie, so I bought, like, a can of, like, that pre-mixed gin stuff, you know? It's out in the back garden. But we were just getting ate alive by flies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we went back in. So that was a crack. The hardest thing for us over the couple of days was trying to get the keep the dog in. in. Oh, my God, he's a little bollock sometimes. Like, like he's just sitting there and he's just crying up at us. And we're like, we're doing this for your own good. Just take him and burn him and be like, that, no, no. Learn yeah. your lesson. And, like... People, somebody like, or do you know, loads of people are putting up posts being like, oh, you shouldn't be walking your dog in this weather, but we live in an apartment, so we have to bring him for like a five minute walk so he'll do his business, you know? Do his peas and his woos. Yeah, exactly. His woos and wees, you know? And people, I'm sure people were like, why are they walking their dog in this heat? But it's like, this dog, he won't just go to the next yeah. piece of grass. We've actually tried dangling him out the window, and <laughs> funnily enough, he won't go for a shit when you do that, so... Mm. But we only bring him out for five or ten minutes, like, and we bring him straight back. So, like, everyone needs to calm down, do you know what I mean? This is getting a bit ridiculous. What? I had my uh, notes open, and yeah. the app is closed, okay. and I can't get into them. That's not great. Uh, we'll try that again. So I just should have just kept going, and that's anything. But I yeah. want to, I, I'm open and honest. You like. want to be open and honest. You want to have integrity. Yeah, yeah. that is. I had a dream last night. Go on. I was back in Carphone Warehouse. Yeah. And... I miss it sometimes. I, it was like I was working, like, it was like a normal day. It was really weird. Like, nothing significant happened. But it was just like I was working there. But some something significant did happen. Well, Over the week to you. I was just waiting. I was waiting a few minutes. Do you want to wait? No, wait like, I was go? just going to... We're going to shoot the shit, like, for a few minutes and... Um... Would you like me to talk about it? It's so funny. I'm sorry, no, but it is so yeah, funny. Yeah, it it's hilarious. So, 
I story time. Want yeah, so story time. So I want everyone to picture this. So I go to work on Monday. It's absolutely stunning outside. And I decide I'm going to go to Aldi on the way home and get my groceries, pick up a few little drinks and get like a little bit of meat and cheese and things like that, you know, just a light dinner, like a picky dinner, like, you know, like Mammy's like, you know. And so obviously when I got home, I was carrying shopping bags and I didn't have a hand free. So I went into my apartment, lived my life, did a few bits, went to bed. As you have done many times before, can I add? Yeah, everything normal. Tom's often, I've got, I've got to meet Tom sometimes, and he's walked out and opened the door of your car and like, ah, yeah. Yeah. So I basically, well, what I'll always do then is before I go to bed, before I actually go down to bed for the night, I'll always go to the kitchen window and I lock the car from the window. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You park right below the yeah. So like I can I can just lock it. So I do that every night before I go to sleep. But obviously I didn't do that Monday. So Tuesday morning I wake up for work, do my normal routine, <laughs> like get ready, have a shower, have blah a blah shit. blah. No, no shit. shit. Shower I don't shave. Sh- I don't shit in the morning. Okay. Anyway, um, that's more of a weekend yeah. item. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, everything was like totally normal. Um, left the house as usual. Say goodbye to the lads. See you later. All grand, didn't think anything. Walking down the stairs, I was like, it's going to be a grand normal day now. I got out to my car and went to unlock it. And I heard it only kind of clicked once. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I forgot to lock the car. Sure. What harm? Like, you know, I opened the door of my car. And there was shit, as in stuff, all over the fucking car. As in like someone. So I had a little bin. Hanging off the gear stick. That was tipped out. And I was just standing there for a second. And I was like. What? My car is hardly that dirty is it's it? like what the fuck? Like I was like what happened here? Like and I thought. Do you know you were kind of like in this split second. I was like going through all the scenarios in my head. I was like oh like I don't know. Maybe Tom got into the car last night. To get something and knocked the bin or whatever. Blah blah blah. You would Should have cleaned it but yeah. And then I stopped. And I was like, wait, my glove compartment is open. Someone's been going through my car. And then I noticed the funniest part of all. There was a half-eaten curry chip on my passenger seat. Just a curry chip? A curry chip in a generic takeaway bag. Now, for those who may not be familiar, curry chip is not one chip. It is a bag of chips with curry on it. And there was coins in the center console, not gone. You had them. They were there. My driver's license was gone. Which you keep under the radio. Which I keep, I always kept under the radio. And, you know, John's like, I know that. Right? So this is, Grant, so somebody obviously was coming home from the pub and said, I'm going to check if this car's open. It was open. They got in. Rummage through the glove compartment. And the bin. And the bin. And the bin. They opened like birthday cards, you know, like I Tom's birthday card from last month in the glove compartment. They opened okay, so that. Cash in it, like, yeah. Who keeps cash in the card? When you get it, you just take it straight away. And bin the card, yeah. They like had all these like did like everything pulled out. My Ford fucking um manual. manual. Like everything yeah. just fucked out onto the floor. Which is grand, right? Like Shit, like, I hate that someone was going through my stuff, but, like, 
Sorry, lads. Why? Were they eating a chipper and they thought, er, I leave it there? <laughs> like, they probably sat in the car eating the chipper for a while. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised. And the weirdest thing is that, like, that particular night, because it was so warm, Tom stayed up till two. He was just watching TV and stuff, and he heard nothing. And, like, he would have gone down for... If, if he heard a car door opening, he would have went and looked out the window. Yeah, so it must have been after he went to bed, like. But I'm kind of glad, I, I said to him anyway, I'm glad that you didn't look out the window and see someone at my car, like, because he would have gone down and... Gotten bed. chips all over his face. Yeah. But, like, it was just so... Basically, anyway. So they took your license. They took my driver's license. And? I thought they took my logbook, but I found my logbook. Okay. So that's fine. And you would be someone uh, who's partnered up with a musician. Musician? Yeah. Is that his job title? Yeah. So did they take any gear? No, thank God. He, all his stuff was upstairs. And and the, what? When, when did this happen? Monday? Monday. So the day before you gave me your microphone, which was in your yes. boot. Yes, yeah. Yeah, which is mental. So, like, I, the, my first thought when I looked into the car was I was like, shit, where's Tom's gear? Like, as in, I knew, deep down, I knew his stuff wasn't supposed to be in the car, but I ran straight up the stairs. I was like, Tom, where's your gear? How did he react? He was fast, like, he was quite sleepy, so he was like, what? And then I showed him the picture, and he was like, what? But, like, I don't know what came over me. Then I just got a bag, and I just threw everything out because I was just so, like... It felt like so grubby or something. It felt kind of creepy. But uh, but I was just so... Well, you're hardly going to keep someone else's half-eaten dinner in your fucking car. Like. I know. And then like I was laughing because people were like, you could get the DNA tested on it. I was like, yeah, yeah. the guards are going to do that. Um, I I just went up to Tom. I was like, where's your gear? He was like, oh, my amp and pedal board are in the lab. And my guitar is at home. And I was like, oh, thank God. So his guitar was in the apartment. Like, so... Um, but, like, there have been nights where, oh yeah. like, we leave his gear. Like, and for the simple fact that, um, we won't be doing it again, obviously, but for the simple fact that we have, neighbor, it's only four apartments in our little block, and when you're lifting gear up that stairs at night, it's like, loud, yeah. it is yeah. loud, it's very echoey, and we just wouldn't want to be waking people up, but, like, sorry, lads, we'll wake you up now in future. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. But, yeah, so basically, then I rang Anglesey Street Guard Station just to be like, here, look, my driver's license is gone. And I was like... Don't worry about it. It'll be grand. And he left. He just was like, thanks, have a nice day. And I was like, that's not the answer I was looking for at all. Like, I want someone to report it, at least as in, you know, in case I got pulled over. So I went to the Balancholic Guard station, which just actually happened to be open yesterday what? morning. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. Went over. Do the, I do the lotto after that. I met the nicest guard in the world yesterday. He was, like, taking it so seriously. He was like, no, someone went through your stuff. Like, that's a violation. I hate that. And then he was like, I think you should actually, like, bring this further. I'm going to take a statement. And I was like, okay, you can take a statement, but I don't want to go to court with it or anything. I was like, it's a driving license. It costs, it's going to cost me 35 euro oh, to replace I it. I like. pinned him to the wall. But um, he was like, you shouldn't be letting them get away with it, like, you know, and all this. And I was like, look, we're never going to find them. There's no CCTV. Like, let's just let it off. But like, you know. here's what I thought initially after you told me. Mm-hmm. There's only one place at that time of night That's open. to get curry chips. But this is the thing. So if Tom, so that, so Lennox is now on the main street, closes at half twelve now. And Tom went to bed at two. And if Tom heard the door of the car, he well, would have. Let's be fair as well. He might have been being very quiet about it. Yeah. Because he was but, it. but I'm also thinking as well that it could have been because it's a, it was very generic rapping. I'm thinking someone might have been in town. 
you know, was out drinking, got a taxi home, and the shipper was from somewhere in town. Do you know what I mean? Did you should have tasted the curry. You'd have known where it was from. So funny, like, because everyone was like, oh, that's so shit. Like, and I was like, yeah, th- even the chips were cold. And a few people looked at me like... Making a joke about it is how we cope, yeah. We're, not, like, we're not joking, we're not coping. But I was like, <laughs> it was just, like, I sat there at, like, four o'clock yesterday. Like, genu- this is the God's honest truth. I was sitting in work at four o'clock yesterday, and I was on the computer. And next thing, I just got this manic fit of laughter. Because I thought to myself, I was like... Only me, like I'm the only person in this universe that like would have their car like rummaged through and someone would leave chips, like leave their dinner in my car. Like I just thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Then the minute, so I put it up on the local Facebook page, like just to local Balancholic page, just that to be like There's here. someone going through cars, locking yeah. cars. Like but also here. I was like, if someone comes across my, because like what are they going to, like a 16 year old get my driver's license. They're not going to believe no. that you're 20. Like Yeah, exactly. But the weird, you know, actually, there's a real... No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, you know, the weirdest thing, actually, that um, what I think is so strange is... So, I passed my driving test on the 19th of July, 2018. And I went straight to the NDLS centre, to the driving licence place, to get my licence. So, the date on my driving licence was 19th of the 7th, 2018. And it was robbed on the 19th of the 7th, 2022. So, exactly I had it exactly years. four years. Four years. Jesus four Christ. <laughs> Smart boy. But I put it up on the local... No, that makes no sense. That means you'd have been driving when you were 16. <laughs> yeah, I was just like really advanced for my okay, age. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I put it up on the local Facebook page, like looking and like this one guy was like, oh, like why would you leave your logbook in the car? And I was like, I don't know, but like let's not worry about it now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because like, I, won't, I don't always assume my car is going to be robbed. Yeah, but I like, leave lots of things in my car. I bet you've left children in your car. You don't assume someone's going to take them. Exactly. But... I put that up on the local Facebook page, right? And within a half an hour, I had two, le- um, I had two messages, two message requests. One from Cork Bio and one from some other journalist looking for me to talk about the fact that there was a curry chip in my car. Did you say yes? No, of course I didn't. You That could have been class promotion. No, you see, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast first. So I might go back to them. Go back seen. to them. My fa- what you say is like the night before we were out recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called "You Better Get On to Them Now Fast." But I don't want I don't want an article to be up on. You had one up there that said you eat fucking scallops. scallops yeah, but that was a different part of my life. Do you know just, what I mean? Just do it. Okay, but anyway, regardless. Anyway, yesterday was the most bizarre day of my life. Tuesday. Tuesday, I went into work and everyone was like, "Are you okay?" And like. Everyone was like, why did you come straight to work? Because, like, it happened. And then I got rid of the stuff, put it in the bin, and then just drove straight to work. And everyone was like, why didn't you take a few minutes before you came in? And I was like, well, there wasn't any damage done or anything. Like, it was Some people would be way more shaken by that. I kind of could see the humour in it, to oh be yeah. honest with you. Like. But that's how you and, and me very unhealthily deal with everything in our lives, is joking yeah. about it. But I can 100% see... Why someone would have been way more upset, like violation of privacy and all that. Not, I'm not telling you you should be upset. Yeah, I'm telling you you should have tasted the chips, but <laughs> someone else might have been very upset by it. The guard follow up followed up with me today. Yeah, they, they're they're very good when stuff happens yeah. like that. And uh, he, um, but like he was asking me like, was there anything on the wrapper that like showed me where it was or anything so he could get like CCTV? I was like, no, it was like super. 
yeah th- I didn't even like I didn't even look at that I was like, kind of in shock I think a little bit um I almost felt like guilty or something so I started like cleaning it up straight away like it was, like absolutely just not my fault well it was it, it like it's 100% my fault like I left my car unlocked like that's on me do you know but you know what you should be able to leave your fucking car unlocked. Yeah, you should. But like I went into the garden station yesterday and I said it to him straight out. I was like, here, my driving license was robbed out of my car last night because I left my car unlocked. And like half through the conversation, he was like, fair play to you. He was like, you walked in here and you were like, I fucked up. I left my car unlocked. Whereas he was like, other people would be like, they must use the device, you know? And he's like, no, like, um, and he was very good as well. Like he issued a letter to me and all with a crime reference number so that I can have it in the car. And so the, if I do the get stopped, crime leaflets. I've loads of them at home. Oh yeah, I. Like I honestly do because I I've, I've got, I call the guards all the time. I want you to know. I want everyone to know right now that I'm a fucking snitch, right? <laughs> I think I've told a story before The fellow who crashed into the stop sign yeah. I got one there uh, Someone jumped on the roof of a car behind mine Was like, th- like two lads were dancing on the roof of the car And when they jumped off they dented my car Yeah. And when the guards came I was like, He was like is there any damage to it I was like ah there's a small dent on the back He's like will you come in and make a statement So I got a victim of crime for that Brilliant. Loads of, I have a collection of them at home they're yeah. getting better every year. It was when he started using the word crime, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I am like a victim. But um, yeah, like I was like a 28 year old woman nearly fucking freaked telling my mom. She was like, and then she was like, sure, I left the keys in the ignition yesterday when I was looking for my car keys, they were in the ignition. She was like, look, everyone has, everyone slips up. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? A week ago or so, I went into work and left the car the key and the ignition. Yeah. And the same day on the way home, I pulled in in town somewhere and I left the door about two inches open. Wide open. Yeah. These things happen, like. But it was like, like, bar, like, the actual thing. And, like, people keep asking me, like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% fine. But, like, the circumstances around the fact that you, they're... Do you know what it is? People are like, oh, my God, Lauren, you're okay. And in your head, you're going, why are you not referencing the fact that you left the curry chips, chips. on the fucking seat? <laughs> Like, the first thing I saw when I opened my car yesterday morning was somebody else's half-eaten curry <laughs> chip. Like, And you know what? I'm such a fat bitch that I thought, was I eating curry chips in this car last <laughs> night? Like, the, I thought that. Like, that was an initial thought of mine. I was like, was I eating chips in this car? Do you know if it was my car and someone came in and tipped the bin up? It would take me about three weeks to notice that and was out of place because my mm. car is a fucking skip. The only anyway. thing you'd notice, though, was that my glove compartment was empty. Like, do you know? Oh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have noticed do you that. Know? And I've got a hairbrush in there and it's pink, so I hide it away. That's cute. But they, um, like, even, like, you know, I got, like, we have this special, like, cleaner for my, my engagement ring. And, like, they opened that, like, and everything. Like, they just went through everything in the car. There was no cash in the car. There was nothing. No gear. No gear. No monetary things, like. No, and actually, the stupid fuck, if you're listening to this, and I hope you fucking are, there was two bottles of drink in that car. There was a bottle of Tanqueray gin. And there was a pot of Jameson, and in you fucking missed them. No, they were. It was under my the wonder, driver's you seat. You wondered if you even go near the boot because that might have been too loud to open. I'd say, yeah, I don't think the boot was opened, but I was like laughing to myself. I was like, "You missed an opportunity there. You robbed my driving license." But there was two full bottles, seventy CLs. There was a tankery gin and a bottle of Jameson. You missed them. Could have sold them. Could have sold them. You fucking idiot. Um, you're a weirdo. Whoever did that. Yeah. Uh, I hope that this. I actually hope that a bit of one of those curry chips got stuck sideways in your esophagus on the way down and you haven't been able to move it since. Not all the Gaviscon in the whole fucking world can move it. Because now I have to go into Copley Street some morning and 
renew my fucking you online. I don't have a fucking public services card. Why would I have a public services card, sure? I don't know. I have one. I just never went about it, like. But you know weird. what happened to me? I went up there and went up in the old tax office in Blackpool one day. Yeah. Doing something. I don't know what I was up there for, but I had to go into the office. And I was walking past this woman. And she was like, hey, we're doing this thing. The, like the, the government are rolling out these public services card. And like, you, if you want, we can oh. we can do your one now as like a, like a kind of a testing of you ahead of the game. I was like, what do I have to do? She's like, we'll just sit you down here for a second and take your picture. And you sign a form, uh, sign a thing, give us your PPS number, and yeah. we'll verify it and send you out the card. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, do you know what? I'll leave it off. And then I went up to the queue, and your mum was like, okay, I need to photocopy this stuff. Our photocopy is broken. I just have to run uh, to the, around the thing. I'll be five, ten minutes. So I went over and got it done while I was waiting for you to photocopy my documents. That's a job. Because I, I had a few appointments to do it, but then the final one I made the appointment, it was like the, let's say, the 12th of March or something to get it in 2020. <laughs> Because oh, it yeah, was yeah. coming in that you ca- could renew your driving license, and then of course they cancelled it. Oh, I don't know, just the office closed. Bats March or something. 2020. Bats could have been yeah. Bats. But yeah. here, lads, I'm telling you what a roller coaster of fucking emotions that was yesterday. Madness. Like. Madness. I don't. I. I. I wasn't going to say anything now because I don't want to be a prick to you, right? But I'm going to have to address it, right? I had a minor traffic incident. Yes. A few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Yep. Car's fine. I'm fine. That's all that matters right now until this more details can be revealed around the story. But again, I'm not being a prick tease. I'm just saying that like the week of that it happened. Yeah. I'm on the phone to the guards. I'm on the phone to the insurance company. I'm on the phone to work. Yeah. Because I was out of work for a week. And everyone's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fucking grand. Like, it's fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, only, it's only a small thing. Like, it's grand. I'm not hurt, like... To be fair, no, what happened to you was worse than what happened to me. Oh, yeah, but it was just fine, like... And yeah. I was just telling everyone, I was like, why is everyone keep asking me? I'm okay, I'm fucking sick of it. Like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm busy here, like doing, yeah, calling yeah, in yeah, people yeah. and shit. Yeah, like. yeah. And it wasn't until the Tuesday. So I had to go make a statement to the guards on the Monday. And it wasn't until the Tuesday where no phone calls, statements were all done Things and everything. Down, I was like just like, oh, I actually might not be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I, I kind of just woke up this morning and I was like, <laughs> what? You know? Like, so funny. Like, they left the chips in my car, John. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to cry for a second. I was like, oh my God, she's upset the chips were cold. Like. It was just, and I must say, the, the detail I'm leaving out as well is that there were some, there was some bacon. So some cunt somewhere is out. What did it look like? Was it small squares of like? Small squares, Did yeah. it look like bacon? Um, it looked like bacon colored mala. Yeah. It was from Lennox's. You have just outed yourself there. As what? A fat prick? <laughs> They've seen pictures of me. That's for Lennox's. <sighs> but I couldn't ask them for CCTV. I, like would, have, I would 100% now go down. I, I would say to the guards, listen, I was, was just talking, I was to, talking to some fat cunt about the here. topics. And he reckons it's definitely, it is Lennox's because I hate their bacon chips. Mm. They will like get CCTV, match it with people who live that direction. Or like I would, I would nail them to the fucking wall for that thirty-five euro license. I honestly think that they might like. There's, there's two options. They either live in the estate that I live in, or they hop the wall into the other estate that you have to like. You know, if you're going on the road, you'd have to drive around. But like, and like everyone was like, "Does the shop have CCTV?" And I was like, "Barely has food." Yeah, barely has indeed food. So honestly. Honestly, I would not be letting it go. Just out of spite. Really, though, like out of spite. 
I would him. really love to get my license back. I hope he gets some incurable but treatable disease that's going to inconvenience him for the rest of his life. Yeah. I just really or her life. I really want my license back. Like I don't really give a fuck like no, honestly. I nail him to the wall. Yeah. It just annoys me I don't have my license, John. I know like I don't know is that like really really strange like well, it's the only thing they talk like. You can't miss fucking... And then, like, I was trying to make, like... Because I keep a lot of stuff in my car. Like, and I do, like, I, you know, like... Like, it's not even, like, a laziness thing, but, like, I'd have a lot of jackets and things like that yeah. that if I was, you know... And you're, a val- you're a Valentino sometimes yeah. to be in the no, car. I always keep that. I always bring that up, stars. Um, But I was, like, trying to take stock all day. Like, I'm still... The laptop bag. Oh, no, I'd never, never... Like, I mean... Like the fact that if that if this was my own laptop that I owned on my own, like there's a chance I may leave it in the car, but because they share it with Tom, like I wouldn't, you know. So thank God for that. But fuck me, like I just thought, I just thought, the chips. We'll post a picture on Monday. We'll post please, a picture. Please do. Um, they're like, but like they also must have thought we were the weirdest people in the world. They either thought we had a child or, like, that we were just two of the weirdest people that ever lived. Because every time Tom goes into a shop. I ask him to get me something weird in the shop. Yeah. Okay. Like a oftentimes surprise. he'll come out with like spaghetti hoops or a sponge, a sponge or baby carrots or something. But one time we were down in Smith's and we were getting a present for his brother. And I was like, get me the weirdest thing you can find in Smith's. And he came out with a cat Luigi. So Luigi from the Mario Brothers as a cat. And that was in the glove compartment. So the guy must have just been like, what the fuck is this? Your one has your one's a minder or something. Cat Luigi. And then Tom was like, Oh my god, Cat Luigi must have been so scared. <laughs> so yeah. Oh Tom. Yeah. So that was my saga. Wait, oh, did I tell you what happened to me Friday? I think I don't know. We we recorded Sunday, but I don't think I told a story. What? I think I told you. But uh so obviously I had the I had the tip a few weeks back and I was like dealing with the insurance company, dealing with the fucking cares. What a waste of my fucking time. Like um, just didn't need it. Not a waste of my time. Yeah. Accidents happened, but um, but the guards were very good to you, weren't they? They were, yeah. Like it's not well, like not was my fault. Nothing happened. I'm not injured. Cars not damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my point of view, I got away very easy. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> bless me. Um, bless you weren't going to say anything like. Bless you. Um, I was parked in Junction 14. Yeah. And I that's about an hour and forty-ish minutes up the road. Yeah. And I was like. I was just after driving for 40 minutes and I was on the way home and I was like, you know what, now I'll pull over. It was hot, so I wasn't hungry, but then as soon as I went in, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a fucking burrito, mangle that, watch a YouTube video, relax for a couple of minutes, continue on my way. Yeah. So, sat sitting in the car, finished the burrito, watching the YouTube video and next thing I just hear a bang. Mm-hmm. Much like the noise I would have heard the, the day of the accident, like... And I just thought I was hallucinating for a second. I was like, oh, oh my God. God, I've got PTSD, PTSD or something. Yeah. like." And I looked up and there was a man standing like front right of my car. And I was like, what the fuck? Did he just hit the car? Like, did he slap it like? Mm-hmm. And he looked over the top of the car. Then he was like, and he threw his eyes up to heaven and walked away. But I stopped about, st- I was, I, I'm not, I know, I'm jumping ahead. I looked in my rearview mirror then. There was just a blue, big Volvo Jeep pressed up against the back of my car. Christ. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked down, I was like, the engine's off. My foot's on the brake, the handbrake's on, it's in park. How did I crash into someone? Mm-hmm. You instantly thought <laughs> it was yourself, yeah. I was like, no, he hit me. So I got out then and I checked it, I hit the car in front of me because I was parked, you know, it's in yeah, the spaces yeah, where yeah. you can park front or back. Like, And I was about 
three inches away from the BMW in front of me. Christ. And I went back to the back. Your mum was after getting out of his car. He was just looking at me. And I looked down. And I looked back up. And he was just still looking at me. And I just went, will you fucking move? And he was like, oh, and he got into his car, moved it. Got out, came back. I was looking at where he hit me. And he was like, oh, I have to break in my rear fog light. And uh, there's a couple of scratches there, right? I was like, are you trying to imply that you're going to try claim off my parked car's insurance? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was just saying, like. I'm just saying. Yeah, and uh, he was like, the sensors mustn't be working, the rear sensors. I was like, what? Like, the sensors mustn't be working. Like, mm. what about your fucking eyes? Oh, uh. And then I looked into the back of the car and there was two children mm. staring at me. And I was like, listen, just get the fuck out of my sight now. Just go. Yeah. He said, do you want my insurance? I was like, just go. Your car was fine though, wasn't it? It's fucking scratched, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why, like... That's so fucking unlucky, like. So I'm waiting for the third bad thing now. It might be fucking AIDS or something, I don't know. Hopefully not. Yeah. We hope and pray. So we're having a bit of bad luck. That's right between the two. Maybe that's the third thing. Maybe my thing was the third thing. So that's three And I got now? COVID as well, so. Oh, well, that's grand, like. <laughs> still here, like. <laughs> nice one. Um. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. Bad things come in threes, they say. So that might have been the bad thing, the third bad thing. All car related. Yeah. Maybe I'll just get into a... Serious road traffic incident on the way home now. As long as you're sp- able to speak, I don't mind <coughs> really in here and you can speak away and we'll be back Thank you. We I keep really you here, actually. Yeah, keep me in the lab. Mm. Nice and cool. Which brings me to the next segment. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't bring me to the next segment. Um, did you watch 13 going on 30 this I week? did, but we always start with you. Okay. I Okay. Because my synopsis is usually, for some reason... I just like <laughs> to review it. You like to... Bring everyone on the journey. Just let everyone know, like, yeah, what's the crack? What's going on? Okay. Ask me their thought. Okay. So, uh, last week, I set you a task um, to watch a movie. And the movie I set you to watch was The Dead Poets Society. Lauren, did you get a chance to watch this movie? I watched the wrong movie. Okay, what did you watch? Barney and Friends, was it? (laughs) No, I watched The Dead Poets Society, yeah. And uh, take take it away. Take it away. Yeah, I kind of loved it, to be honest with you. Did you? I did. Did you have a ball? Yeah, I had a ball. Like a cry. Uh, no, I had a ball as I enjoyed it. I, weirdly enough, very early on in the movie, I could see where it was going. Oh, so yeah, it kind of just like I almost like have a feeling that like I knew the plot from something else, or like you know that like it was parodied in some other show that I watched or something along those lines. Yeah. Come here to me, like I know this is like obviously the biggest like. Just give it a quick rundown. Of course, but like. Robin Williams is give us a, give, amazing. Give, give us a quick rundown of the movie. Basically, like basically, it's a a posh school. Yeah, for rich boys. Rich boys. It's like you know setting people up for Ivy League universities or colleges, I suppose. And there's a teacher who basically, who's played by Robin Williams, who's just what we would consider the cool teacher. But he's like trying to get the lads to be true to themselves. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, Captain, my Captain. They, he himself attended the school. He was in a, a society called the Dead Poets Society where they would meet up in secret. The boys find out about that, that are in the class. They set up their Dead Poets Society. One of the lads loves acting. 
his dad is red from that 70s show and uh, his dad is like you're going to be a doctor and he's like no I want to be an actor and then he very tragically dies at the end of the movie he takes his own life but it's very emotional it's seeing the boys going through being normal teenage boys and then going through a loss like that it's it's a very touching movie, but, like, I'm just enamoured by Robin Williams. Like, I find him so, like, I think, like, what's actually happening to me is I'm, like, after, disco- like, I obviously know, knew who Robin Williams was, and I knew Mrs. Doubtfire and stuff like that, and, like, people, when he died, everyone was, like, Robin really Williams was class, and yeah. I was, like, yeah, like, he was funny, and now I get it. You're posthumously discovering that he was a fucking genius. And, like, he, like, I'm enamoured by him, like. Like I just find that like there was something so raw and genuine about the way he acted in that movie and he, and in Goodwill Hunting. He's funny, passionate. Yeah. He just conveys everything yeah. perfectly. He's outstanding. But you can kind of see that he's not trying too hard as well. Like do you know, it's like it was a very like he was he was born to be an actor. Like yeah. You know. So, out of five, Dead Poet Society. Undoubtedly five out of five. I love to see it, and based on your. Reaction, I'm delighted to let you know that you have another two or three Robin Williams meals, meals to get through. What's my next one? Your next one is... Why can I not remember the name just now? I'm blanking. That's okay. I have my list here. It's like, where is it? Um. Yeah, no, it was just unbelievable. Like, I just found... It's Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Okay. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm very excited now. This is one of his more light ones. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so... But again, like he can do no wrong, I think. Mm-hmm. I actually remember that, like, I don't know how, but, like, we were in Crane Lane when Robin Williams died and whoever was on stage, like, announced it from the stage. And everyone was like, what? Weird. It was weird. People were crying and everything. Oh yeah, I know people who cried. So you watched 13 Going on 30? I did watch 13 Going on 30. This is actually a movie I really like. This um, is one of my all-time favourites, yeah. Really? Yeah, honest to God, yeah. So, 13 Going on 30 is a movie starring Jennifer Gardner, Mark Ruffalo, and... Is Jennifer Gardner, isn't it? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo and... Jennifer Gardner, Andy yeah. Serkis, and the other one, who's a bitch. Um, yeah. Kitty from Arrested Development. Kitty from Arrested Development. <laughs> um... So it's basically about a girl who is having her 13th birthday party. She <coughs> it introduces her best friend um, in the start of it, who is Matt or Matty. Mm-hmm. And he's really weird taking pictures of her and shit. <laughs> he is. No, this is honestly, no. I know you looked at me there as if to be like, it's a lighthearted movie. But there's a scene at the start, don't they go home and they do like au revoir, a revoir, a dirty thing. And she's walking away and he stops and starts taking pictures of her. Mm-hmm. He's weird. Yeah. Right? And then she's having a birthday party, but she wants to invite the, the popular six. I forget what they call them, the six click or something. Six chicks or something? Something like that. Yeah. And because she wants to become one, and he's like, you can't become one, there's only six of them. It's called the six. Chick six, six click, yes. chick six, bitches. They're basically the plastics from last week, if you remember. Yeah. But there's six <coughs> of them rather than three of them. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen Wiener is one of them. <laughs> Do you know one of them is Brie Larson? Fuck off. Yeah. She's a small one for her. I suppose she was only a young one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at her 13th birthday party, um, Matty's there and the six of them show up and some jocks from school and she has a crush on one of them, Gary or something. <laughs> and uh, Jason. Jason. 
And um, oh, it's, it's Gary, I think. Is it Gary? I, I don't know. I, mean, I only I watched it about an hour ago. So, um, <laughs> so then at her party, Chris Grandy. Chris Grandy is his name. Um, Matty gives her uh, a dollhouse and they pour fucking magic cocaine on top of it. Yep. The so magic is stuff it, cocaine. It's revealed at the very start that magic uh, that uh, Matty is a wizard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, they're going like, oh, we're going to play Seven Minutes of Heaven. So they put a blindfold on her and stick her in the cupboard. And um, they all fuck off with her food and shit, which I thought was lousy. Yeah, bitches. Because they, they had bribed her to go to the party. They were like, oh, if you do our homework, we come to your party as well, Like, which was fucking rude. She um, must have had a lot of time between school and the party, Like, do you know what I mean? I'd say the rest of them were just take out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she gets, in, she gets into the cupboard and then they all leave. But they tell Matt before they leave, they're like, oh, she's in the cupboard. They're waiting for you, young fella. And give her the fucking old one two. How are you getting on? Yeah, one two uni flu. Like. Yeah, the one two uni flu, uni flute. And uh, <laughs> oh god, he go. They're only thirteen. Lauren. Don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be dirty about it. He goes into the cupboard and he's <laughs> holding her hands and she's like, "Oh, what's you, Gary? Or what was your man's name? Chris Grandy." She's like, "No, it's Matt." And then she's like, "Oh, she's mortified. She didn't want to kiss Matt at all." Kicks him out of the cupboard, starts banging her head off the wall. A load of dust falls onto her. Boom, she's Jennifer fucking Gardner. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd bang my head off a cupboard if I could wake up and be Jennifer Garner. Like I was thinking, I was like, oh, imagine if I banged my head and woke up and I was 30. I was like, it's in like a year and a half. Time, so. <laughs> <gasps> uh, oh. so she's she's shocked because she's 13-year-old head inside of a 30-year-old's body. Yeah. And then she goes about going to work and all this crack and realises she's a massive see you next Tuesday cunt. Yeah, in work. Um, in work and in life. She yeah. fires people. She's horrible in work. Uh, she doesn't talk to her best friend anymore. She turned into one of the plastics and everything. She fi- figures out she's horrible. Yeah. But in the figuring of it out, one of my favourite scenes from any movie is the thriller scene. Yeah, it's class, yeah. So she's trying to get a party going and she goes out and dances the thriller with everyone. Great Everyone's crack. like, what are you doing? This yeah. is 2004. No, join in. <laughs> 2004. So yeah. that means that... No, it, it was... She was 13 yeah. in 2004. Yeah. So it was 2019. 21. When she was 30. Yeah, it would have been last year, like, yeah. And yet they're also using button phones, like, come on. Yeah, because they could predict the future, of course. They're like, there's going to be an <laughs> iPhone in... F- in in. 20, 20 yeah. <coughs> Which there is. Um, <laughs> there is iPhones. I saw a really funny Twitter poster in the week. It was like, oh, back in 2000, we, all, we had Steve Jobs, Johnny Cash, and... Uh, oh, was it Bill Hope? Or something, mm. and I was like, "Oh, now we've got no hope, no jobs, and no cash. Someone please protect Kevin Bacon." <laughs> <laughs> but so she finds out she's a bitch. She finds out she doesn't talk to her parents. She's really guilty about it. But mm. then she starts bossing it at work. Can I just say as well? I think it might be one of the best cast movies of all time. Like the thirteen-year-old versions. Bates, Matty, not so much. He was just a generic white kid. Kind of. But the girl who played Jenna. Yeah. And the, the girl who played um, Tom Lucy. Tom. T- yeah, so Tom Tom, yeah. Was her name, yeah. Yeah. Was her nickname or something. Yeah. They were perfectly cast, like. Yeah. Like, they absolutely could Even have they been. They did a great job with the parents as well. Yeah, I thought, well. The well, dad you see when he's younger. I thought they were the same. Or may, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, I thought they were the same actors. Um. But anyway. But... I just thought, like, I always find that very impressive when I'm watching it, like, how the the resemblance between, particularly those two characters, I think, is and very, very When you impressive. see Chris as an adult, he's a big fucking fat taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that for us. Um, so, yeah, she wakes up, 
30, figures she's a bitch, starts bossing it. Yeah. And then she... Um, what happens next? Oh, yeah, she finds out... Or she, they're doing a rebrand in work or something, and she finds out yep. that her, her, her supposed best friend, Lucy, was actually a massive bitch the whole time and stabs her in the back and is like, I'm going to do my own project. She overhears her. So she's like, oh, I'm going to do my own project. Yeah. And she gets Matty, who's a photographer, to work on her project with her, mm-hmm. and they present it, bossed it. Yep. He's getting, he's not getting married. Uh, yeah, he's he's got a fiance, but she's like wet for him, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wants, she's she loves him like she's wet for him. She's thirteen. Don't be saying that, Lauren. This is young. She's thirty now. If she's only thirteen, in her brain. Ah, uh, no, you've made me feel like a fucking freak. <laughs> and they have a kiss and everything is mad, and um, but he's still engaged. <laughs> Um and then I feel like his fiance's bad vibes as well. Yeah, she seemed like a bitch, didn't she? Mm, bad vibes. Then she finds out in work. Um, Tom Tom steals her idea and goes and sells it to another magazine because she finds out that the whole time, mm-hmm. Adel Jenna, before she was a thirteen-year-old's brain, <laughs> was selling secrets to an opposing magazine. Yeah, seems to be no repercussions off the back of that. Um, no. so she just she it, Matty's getting married the next day. She flies out to his gaff. She's like, "Don't marry this." Slag, marry me. <laughs> word for word. She, I, could have been, I could be paraphrasing. Um, and he's like, nope. So she goes and uh, sits down outside the house and a load of wind blows the dust back into her face. Bang. She's 13 again. Goes up, mauls the head off Maddie. Yeah. He's like, wow, you really know what you're doing. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, oh God, that's a creepy line. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, she's like, come on, we're going to be late. And then it's their wedding day. So they get married in the end. She marries Maddie. But she um, had to go back in time to do it. Yeah. It's lovely though. It's a lovely movie. Lovely movie. It was the first time I ever heard Vienna by Billy Joel. What a fucking banger. What a great way to put that in. Do you know where I bought the DVD for that? <laughs> it's Extra so random. No. Blockbuster. I bought it in the co-op in Middleton. <laughs> Why? They had a deal, I think, where it was like three DVDs for a tenner. And I can't remember what else I watched, but I remember I watched 13 Going on 13. I was like, this movie fucking slaps. Yeah, so... I do apologise, my synopsis, uh, synopsis, synopsis of movies aren't as funny when I liked them, but that was a good movie. So that was a good movie. I'm going to give that uh, four out of five. Where is it? 13 going on 30. What's my movie for next week? Clueless. Oh, Paul Rudd, isn't it? Clueless. 1995, is that what that said? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I don't think I've actually seen this one. Yep, there you go. It was either that or the Princess Diaries, so. Do you think I'll hate this one? No, I think you'll like it. No. Paul Rudd's in it. You can't hate anything with Paul Rudd in it. Nope, that's true. He's one of my favourite people in the world, I think. Paul Rudd, he's great. So funny. Him and Seth Rogen. They're like naturally funny people. And remember, I went to a real big phase of Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, you watched everything he was in. If he was, if he was in, if he fucking blew his nose, you were looking into the tissue like. Yeah. I hated Sausage Party, though. That's because it was a fucking tragedy shite. of a movie. Yeah, it was shite. But um, I loved. Um, I loved <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that movie of the guy who looked, or, or the pit, the video of the guy who looked slightly like Seth Rogen, and he like slapped a guy onto the <laughs> ground, and someone edited <laughs> in Seth Rogen's laugh as he's <laughs> <sighs> brilliant. Do you know that the movie Thirteen Going on Thirty was called Suddenly Thirty in other in uh, in other countries? I believe that right because there's a line at the very start of it where she Lucy is dragging her into the car and she's like, "I'm only 15 and I was like, "Huh." So I think it might have been called that at the start, and then they were like, "Oh no, thirty one, thirty It bugged me. That's why it says here, thirteen going on thirty released as suddenly thirty in some countries, but it doesn't like 
say where or <laughs> they should have released it here as Gutubin thirty. Yeah. Can <laughs> 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 I uncrack Matty? Gutubin thirty. Ta on shakahalin. Yeah, so that's the crack anyway, so that was that. Tommy Tree Dig Blindish. That's brilliant. What a week. <laughs> it's fucking Wednesday. It's only been two days. What a fucking week. It's Wednesday. Um, have you got a topic? Well, I was actually just going to... Th- I have one question for you. Okay. Right? Is, that, is that your topic, one question? And I have something else to follow up then. Okay. So, just something to let else. you know, don't mm-hmm. know how long it's mine going to take, but do yours and we'll just lay into it then. Okay. So, my question is, so, you know what happened to me yesterday morning? What I found on my passenger seat. Thought it was Monday. Yesterday. Oh, was it Tuesday? Yeah. Oh. So I started the story by saying I went and did my shopping on Monday. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So. I don't be listening. I know. Um. So you walk out of your house in the morning, and you open your drawer. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing someone could leave on your passenger seat after robbing your driving license? Um. Their nan. Yeah, I think that's yeah. <laughs> I was thinking a small animal of some kind, like a no, fox. Because then you think the fox just got in and wrecked everything. Stole the driver's license. Edit or something. <laughs> like, yeah, a badger at your driver's license. Um, I was thinking one singular egg. That'd be weird. Boiled. But okay. You have a thing about boiled eggs. I do. Someone slap one of them with your tie when you were young. Yeah, and you, I was like telling you this really traumatic story and you were like... Yeah. Um, what about like... Uh, like half a turnip. Yeah, something like that. In cling like, film. Uh, like a pot of coleslaw. <laughs> a sign that says, I collect bees. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else's driving license. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, swapped. Their driver's license. Like, swapped, you know. Um, a DVD yeah. of 13 going on 30. Yeah. That'd be pretty weird. Bone Alone DVD. Excuse me? The DVD of Bone Alone. Was that a Secrets production, was it? No, the canine version of Home Alone. And they called it Bone, bone alone. alone. Yep. It's going to sit on that for a second. Not the bone, sorry. The bone. The idea, the, bone. the thought. Um, a clump of their hair. Yeah. That would give serial killer vibes, I think. A match attack. Yes, a match attack. A really random player as well. Somebody who plays for like... Pep Guardia. Championship, like, yeah. do you know... A, a Cork City player match attack heard. Yeah, like do you know, uh, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Cody. That's enough. No, you don't have to go. With, sorry, everyone knows Jason. Everyone knows Jason. Um, a, a copy of the Bible. A picture of myself. Oh, f- taken from outside, like in your window. From the a, bedroom. A fucking Polaroid. Yeah. That would be creepy. So I'm going to put this question out to the audience on Monday morning. What is, this the w- ready. what is the weirdest thing someone could leave on your passenger seat during the night? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of what else there could be. That'd be good. A spoon of honey, but the honey's after dripping down the sides of it. Yeah. That'd My God, they didn't weird. get any curry on the seat, the dirty fucks. <sighs> they could have done a lot worse in your seat now and you wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we should be recording our faces. There could have been a naked man's butt ah! on your chair. 
It definitely wasn't because it takes someone enamoured to go through your whole car and leave their chips and take your driver's license and no money. What if they put my driver's license between their ass creek? And just walked uh, away. Just ass creek. They just waddled away with it hanging out. Well, I just hope, because my cousin works in the offie in Ballincolic, and I just hope that um, that someone goes in and tries to buy a drink with my license while she's oh, working. that would be fucking hilarious. I think that would be the funniest thing ever. She'd be like, Do you know that what? She is my cousin. She would cop it. Rude. She, if she was listening to this, she'd be like, "That's not a vibe, John." Yeah, well, it, it's the truth. Truth hurts sometimes. She would like have a nice day. My cousin has the same name and date of birth and face. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so the other thing, I'm just going to put this question to you. I'm going to keep it like nice and short and sweet. And I saw this on the Ireland subreddit. Um, because I'm always prowling that to see if I can find any content for this lovely podcast we do, and this is from the it was put on the Ireland r- subreddit. It's from originated on the Am I the asshole subreddit. So, um, it says Am I the asshole for making my daughter give up her seat for not making my daughter give up her seat on the train? I am on vacation in Ireland with my husband and our six children. A couple of days ago, we what? What? Six fucking children. I am on vacation in Ireland with my husband and our six children. That's an expensive fucking holiday. It is, isn't it? Six children at a grand a night each. 1,500 and a half an hour. A couple of days ago, we went on a day trip from Dublin to Kilkenny, a city about an hour and a half away. We had a very pleasant day, but this experience almost ruined it. As we were sitting on the train waiting for it to depart, this young Irish lady, approximately 25, got on the carriage and approached us. She was admittedly very polite and told she was admittedly very polite and told us that our daughter, nine, was sitting in her assigned seat. I informed her that there was no assigned seating on the train. She told me there is if you book online in advance and she pointed to a sign above the seat where her name was displayed. My husband joked that we didn't know that was a name as it looked like a random string of letters, triggered, which seemed to upset her. She dropped her polite facade and told us to make our daughter move immediately as she paid for that seat specifically for a reason. She didn't say what the reason was, so who knows if it was a valid one or not. I told her that I wasn't going to make my daughter move and that she should be understanding of the fact that we are a family who have travelled a long distance to visit her beautiful country and we just want to sit together. She said that's not her problem and if we wanted to sit together as such a large group we would have had the common sense to book online in advance. And then it just kind of trails off here so it just says my husband then immediately raised his voice at her saying listen here young lady she cut him off and said don't call me young lady you fucking Yankee bastard turned around and walked away. Am I the asshole? Well, surprise, surprise, you are. I'm weak for her saying, don't call me young lady, you fucking Yankee bastard. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's the asshole. Absolutely, 200%. If you book a seat and your fucking name is on it, it doesn't matter if your name is fucking cream in my eyeballs. You p- your name's on the fucking seat. It doesn't matter what string of letters it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, don't go to a country and be like, oh, that doesn't look like a real name. That's offensive as fuck, as you said, triggered. Yeah. Get your little slag daughter off the fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> your daughter was nine. Nine-year-olds can be slags too. <laughs> I, know, I know many of them. Oh, my God. Get off the no. fucking chair. Sit in your lap or something. She's only nine. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. 
no, unacceptable. I would have screamed the train down. Would you actually? I would have screamed the train down. I'd have been like, get this little bitch off my fucking seat immediately. <laughs> you see, if they want to hit me, they can hit me. They'll get thrown off the train in, in a collective group then. I have crippling social anxiety in those situations. So, like, what I probably would have done is I probably would have sat next to the driver, you know? You sat in the driver's lap. <laughs> choo choo! I'm so sorry, but um, no, I would. There's have, a nine-year-old in my seat. Yeah, there's a little slag in my, oh my chair. Oh God, you have to stop. That's my word of the week. Calling everyone slags. Um, no, called Regina slag a while ago actually. It's like because I tried to book her for a haircut, and it was, I, when I didn't know she was going on holidays, and it was like, it was like a three-week waiting list. I was like that busy little slag. It's like what's she doing? And I told her I don't think she appreciated it, but it's fine because yeah. she's not a slag. Yeah, oh, cut my hair, please. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's unacceptable. I don't excuse me now, but my name is literally on it. So we'll get this little fucking tramp out off the train. Okay, where she says she can sit on the floor, the fucking roof outside. Mm. It. She can hang off the door, but she's not sitting in my fucking seat. Yeah. Do you pay for booking seats as well? I don't know. Do you pay extra? But like, oh, well, if I fu- if it was even a cent. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're going, like, I feel like you need to. If there's going to be six of you. On a train, you need to figure out whether there's actually a situation where you can book seats because, like, you'd be the most, you know, irresponsible person in the world if you got on a Ryanair flight and didn't book the seats and your four-year-old was sitting next to a, you know, 21-year-old come back from Magaluf. Sandwiched in between two pedophiles or something. Jesus Christ, you're really on one. You never know who to be on planes. Um, No, that is, she is the asshole. Get your fucking daughter to move. Teach her some fucking manners. Get up. Get up out of that fucking seat. Yeah, you could definitely, like a nine-year-old could definitely sit in a parent's lap. Yeah, and the dad start shouting then? Nah. No. <laughs> well, that girl did turn around and say, don't call me young lady, you fucking yeah. Yankee bastard. Get back in your star-spangled box, you absolute <laughs> piece of shit, and get your little... You're really impassioned about this. Get your little you sprog. Yeah, she booked her fucking seat, like. She did right. everything right. Yep. If you're listening... <laughs> Am I the asshole for literally taking someone's reserved seat and then... <laughs> Having my husband scream at them. Yes, yes, you are the asshole. Yeah. Congratulations. For not knowing it, you're a stupid asshole. <laughs> there you go. Holy shit. Class. That, okay. why, like, what did the comments say? Did the comments say, yes, you're a fucking... They, it is actually a screenshot that was shared on the Ireland subreddit, so I can't actually see the comments. Oh, I'm going to have to find I'll it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah. What the so, fuck, like? Yeah, so there you go. I like, And I'm not one for giving out, but if I booked a fucking seat and someone was sitting in it, unless they had a damn good reason... Yeah. If I was like, even do you know what? If I went over and I was like, she's in my seat, and I looked down and she had no fucking legs, I'd be like, well, one of you better get up and give her your seat because this one's mine. If all the family had no legs, I'd be like, fucking roll yourself down the back of the train there. I'm not having it. This is my chair. Yeah. I think I'm just too, I'm probably just too soft. Like. And do you know what it is? If I was on the train, if I was on a train, right? Or any form of public transport, I don't know. Yeah. And someone, an old lady, or a pregnant lady got on. Yeah. Or even just even just an older woman got on or whatever. Or an old man. I would be like, hey, you can have my seat. Yeah. Even if I booked it. Of course. But some fucking... <laughs> some little fucking rodent. Get off my fucking chair and use your youthful nine-year-old legs to I hold your ass up. roaring. I didn't think you'd get so bad about this. What? Why is that a question? She's a stupid asshole. <laughs> I love when you say it. Not only are you an asshole, you're a stupid asshole. For not knowing that you're an asshole. You're an ignorant cow. It's chair. 
You're not welcome back anymore. I'm still looking for the post. Take your fucking Yankee dollars and go somewhere else. Jesus Christ. I'm not happy. You're not happy. If I was in America. Yeah. And that happened. I booked a seat. Yeah. And someone was like, uh, well, you didn't get here in time, so... <laughs> I was like, you, you're probably going to shoot me, so I'm going to walk away. But here, it's <laughs> the worst they're going to do, hit you with a fucking stick of bamboo or something. Nah. Christ. Are you okay? No. Jesus. And what if it was ASAP Rocky that was sitting in your seat? I'd fucking rip the jaw off him and shove it up his own arse. <laughs> I can't find this. I'd say they took the post down, you know. Do you know why? Because they were like the am I the asshole thread is for people who genuinely there's a 50-50 chance they mightn't be. <laughs> and the moderators looked at this post and they were like, what's this fucking asshole doing? And they deleted it. I'd say it was the person themselves got a load of hate and they just... D- deservedly yeah. so. Yeah. Deservedly so. You yeah. took someone's booked seat. Yeah. Fly up my hole. <laughs> I'd have sat in the child. I'd have just fucking sat in the child. I'm like, fine. I booked this space. I'm going to use it. And I'd have sat on the fucking child. You're snapping. I just shit into my own hand and wiped it on the seat and walked away. Oh my God. Not, not on the child, on the seat. I'm like, enjoy that now. I booked it. Would you like to know what I would have done? Every time I needed to fart for that journey, I'd have walked past them and crop dusted them with the fart. Do you know what I would have done? Go on. Nothing. Yeah. I would have gone and found a seat elsewhere. And you'd have moaned about it for three months then. No, I wouldn't. I would have been. You would have. Uh, no, been I like, would let it go. Remember that time someone took me? Uh, if, you, if you paid for it? I, John. You know you me now. You paid for it. You yeah, paid you know for the ticket and you Someone paid backed for the into seat. my car once and I got Same. out. Someone backed into my car once and I said, I'm so sorry. And she stopped and she was like, I backed into you. My car was parked. That's just the way I am. I was snapping. I know you were. I can tell. You just like adjusted the volume for no reason there. It's just not even anyone's volume. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like. I know. What a what are the Irish people saying about it? <laughs> On the screenshot, did you close it down? It's fine if you did. I did, yeah, I did. Did you all agree with me? I can tell. Yeah, maybe some fucking arsehole from the middle of nowhere now just likes to stir shit. It's like, oh, well, actually, George, you wasn't in the assignment. Well, actually, Fuck off. yeah, actually, I think, um, I think, like you know, Cade me the Falja. Uh. Like the one time I can remember being on a train, <laughs> I was with Tom, of course. He loves trains. My Tom. Yeah, your Tom, and. We sat in assigned seats. Yeah. But we were like, if someone comes along, we'll move. But these look at really good seats. And no one did come along. The whole carriage was empty. Yeah. Do you know what? Even if the even if the rest of the train was empty, I'd have fucking made her move. Really? Fuck you. You little bitch. R- learn how to read and get off my fucking seat. You're very funny. <laughs> you, you know how to trigger me. That's what's going on here. No. I'm triggered. You're good at it, like it's fine. It's why it works. Thanks. <coughs> oh my god, I can't stop coughing. Maybe because I just spared the last fifteen minutes shouting. Maybe that's why, yeah. Yeah, but that just pissed me off, so I did need a good shout. Fair enough. I've watered her actually, thank you. <laughs> thank God for that. Yeah. You ready for my topic? Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let me get it up here. So my topic today is um, common sayings that people don't know the origins of. Okay. So like, break a leg. Okay. People say break a leg because it was it went back to theatre when they had an audition. They'd break a leg because if you break a leg, you end up in a cast. And they wanted to be in the cast. <sighs> or be there and be square. Because if you're not there, you're not around. You're square. 
oh my god, I'm going to do a lot of that, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, like it's. Do you know my favorite one of that is the daylight robbery one. Yeah, go on. Yeah, that it was like a. It went back from when Ireland was a British Connolly. Connolly. Connolly? Billy Connolly. B- yeah, when Ireland was Billy Connolly, yeah. <laughs> Colony. Back before the Campbell's days. <laughs> Oliver Campbell. Fuck. Some man. What the fuck? One round of soup. But there was a window tax that <laughs> the U, that was, it was in the UK. The, the daylight tax, isn't daylight it? Daylight tax, yeah. maybe, yeah. And then that's why they called it daylight robbery, basically. They were robbing they were robbing them for the light. But that's where half doors came yeah. from. So the more windows you had in your house, the more tax you paid. So Ireland yeah. Ireland Ireland, Irish people being very clever clogs, split the door in half so they could open half the door like a window. Love that. Go on the Irish. My favourite one is do you know when people say blood is thicker than water? Yeah. To mean like family is more important than friends. Mm-hmm. That actual saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, meaning friends are actually more important than family. So people use that completely backwards all the time. What? Yeah. Are you racking these off the top no, of your yeah, head? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I have two of them written down, but that one is yeah, my favourite one. Go on, say that again. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, meaning that your friends, people yeah. you make pacts with, are more important than your family. Whoa. Because they're the family you choose. That's much to think about. Yeah. Have you any other ones you know of? No. Shop your fucking waist, because that's not my real topic. My real topic is the Lobo quiz. We're going to do a quiz to get to know Lauren a bit better. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I fucking pulled a fast one on you, you dirty slag. <laughs> <laughs> slag is the word of the day. It is the word of the day. So, I have a, que- a couple of questions. 26 to be exact. All about Lauren. Now... They say when you're interviewing someone, um, I did this in college, believe it or not, you're not about to see any fucking skills in the interviewing, <laughs> I learned, but uh, they say, like, don't be too heavy, don't be too light, find a happy medium. I couldn't, so I got some really heavy questions and some really light Unbelievable, ones. I wasn't. So we're about to go through... Hell. Hell. Are you ready for this, biatch? Yeah. Close down the laptop. For and the all. first oh, time in my life. fucking ready to take a swig of that water there, now yourself. Okay. So, question one. Um, and this is one of the most requested questions that we would usually get into the podcast. Anytime we put up uh, a question or whatever, or what would you like to see? It's one of the top ones, right? Yeah. Excuse me, is having a drink. Got Are married. you married? Yes. You <laughs> I got married. I had a wedding. You did. That's one of the lighter questions. <laughs> tell us about Tom. Tell us. Tell you so about the Tom. listeners. We always bring up Tom, your husband. Tell us about Tom. Give us a synopsis. Tom is one of the quiet, the quietest people you would ever meet, yet one of the wittiest people I've ever known. Um, he, Tom has the kindest heart, and he would literally do anything for his friends. Um, you could ask Tom to get to, for example, this is such a small example, but when I was going out with Tom, about five or six years ago, I took two sets of keys from Carfin Warehouse to Dublin and Tom got the night bus in the middle of the night to come up and get the keys off me in Dublin so I didn't have to come back to Cork before my time. Like, Tom is the kind of guy who would go to the other side of the country for you. Um, He's super reliable, always on time. Didn't he also get cycle to Waterford when you were working down there because you were lonely. No, so he got a bus down there and then when I was in work all day, he got he did the Waterford Greenway in oh. jeans. So that's another thing that I'll tell you about him. Tom is kind, he's caring, he understands that I'm a bit fucked up in the head and he's probably the best part. Like, he, I'm, he's the thing that I'm like, oh, like, 
how the fuck did I get so lucky with Tom? There you go. Thank you. Aww. That's question two. Nice and heavy. And oh, Tom, if you're listening, there's your ego boost for the week. You can just record that now for yourself. Get it and set it as your ringtone. Look, that's embarrassing. That's what he's going to react like. Oh, yeah, but everyone else is going to be like, oh, balling. <laughs> week. Um, and I agree with all those statements. Um, and he's also a very gentle lover. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite flavor of jelly? Jelly. And don't be like, oh, I'm not really a fan. Of j- I didn't ask if you were a fan of jelly. Yeah. I asked what's Strawberry. your favorite flavor. Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It wobbles. All does. I know. But it's cute. Like. Okay. What's one day from your childhood that stands out as a great day? See, I'm just going to, while you're thinking about that, Lauren tried, was trying to find my boot, right? But Lauren's married, so I couldn't do that. Now, I do... I, <laughs> I do have some <laughs> questions that she may have asked me coming up, but like yep. most of it's just going to be we're going to have to get to know her in other ways because uh, she can't find her a fella. She has one. Yeah. We're not polyamorous. Um, a great day for my childhood when I was in third year and one Friday or third class and my granny decided one Friday morning, fuck this, I'm not sending her to school. I'm going to bring her to Killarney for the day. And my granddad was driving and my granny and I were sitting in the back seat of the car and my granny is always so funny she'd be whispering stuff in my ear trying to get me to laugh when I'm not supposed to and she got this thing in her head there was a woman living on the side of the road near McCroom who was making buckets and granny used to say bucket oh fuck it into my ear the whole time and then she came up with a version of my grandfather's clock and the start the end of it was and it stops short never to go again when the old fucker dies <laughs> and he, she was talking about my granddad but I remember we were just laughing and joking the whole way up and the whole way down. I was actually looking forward to the drive home in the car more than I was looking forward to being in Killarney with Granny. And I went into school on Monday and I got killed because I, cause Granny rang the office and told them I was sick. But actually, turns out that I, sure, I didn't know she was after lying. Yeah. So I told the teacher, I went to Killarney with my Granny on Friday. I got fucking Murdered. mangled over it. So that was a lovely day. Great. Um, and your Granny is... <laughs> Hilarious. That sounded yeah. really sarcastic, the great, but it wasn't. No, no, I, she just, is, I, was yeah. trying, I was trying to articulate my words. Your granny is hilarious. Like she, you were at the like I suppose kitchen party yeah, before the, the wedding, party, like, and yeah. she was the belle of the ball. Oh, like. everyone was <laughs> lording over <laughs> granny's stories, oh. and oh, t- tell her this one now. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. fucking brilliant. Um, and long may she last. Mm-hmm. And would you rather have a reputation as somebody who skips their round in the pub or oh my laptop locked or somebody who doesn't wash their hands after using the bathroom wash their hands so you'd be okay being known as somebody who doesn't wash their hands but not somebody who skips their round i'd rather be known as manky than me cheap yeah interesting interesting <laughs> that's an insight into me isn't it yeah it is yeah well we're getting to know you we're getting to know you you filthy cow uh, <laughs> if, if <laughs> If you won 10k on a scratch card right now, yeah. what would you do with it? You're yeah. not allowed to put it into your savings. Fuck, I was just going to say I'd pay off a loan. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what would I do with 10 grand right now? I'd book a big fuck off holiday. Very nice. Yeah, but like something conservative like, you know, like some, like live like kings in Spain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Go to you Taiwan know? for 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in a hotel in Bali for three years. <laughs> Very good. So you're going on a big holiday, a big, big holiday. relaxing holiday. Yeah. Just yourself and Tom. Just my seven Tom. You wouldn't bring the, the mother over or anything. I probably would bring her, yeah. But uh, yeah, but like, I you, just do you know, you actually probably get a night in Dublin for that. I probably get one night in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. I probably get the train as well. Oh, mm, not with ten grand. 
uh, book your seats. It's three euro, by the way, to book your seat. Uh, so that <laughs> fucking car is only three euros. Um, what's your shoe size? Six. Perfect. Um, do you know what? What actually got inspired in this? Like, and I was, I was, I was. Do you know when 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 we were at your? We weren't. Where were we? It was before your hen party. Yeah. And you weren't out, but Tom was for some reason, and so were your bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Not sure where you were. What are you asking me? We did the did the quiz thing they did for your hen party. We did that quiz. Oh, you did it about yeah, about you. We answered all the questions. Oh, because you were getting asked them about Tom on your hen. Oh yeah. But we answered them all. Me, yourself, and Tom answered them all. Oh really? Yeah. So we know you pretty well. Yeah. But the listeners don't. So, yeah. who is your hero or somebody you would look up to? I don't like the word hero. Yeah, my biggest influence. Just someone you really look up to and you're like, that's the kind of person I want to be. Or that's the, the kind of thing I want to do. Or There's two people. Um, and they're actually very similar people, but they have a huge influence on my life. So, first of all, my granny and my mom as well. Like, uh, my grandmother just kind of always taught me, you can't ask me questions like this. I get very, very weepy and all that. Like, um, I know. <laughs> This isn't the end either. This is only question eight. <laughs> my grandmother always taught me how to be kind and to have a laugh no matter what was going on, which probably, you know, is a bit, can be a bit unhealthy sometimes because I just laugh everything off. But um, do you know what? What a coping mechanism. It's the best coping mechanism I have, I think, because, like, yeah, like, I get quite, I can get quite bogged down, but sometimes I think, you know. There's a couple of people in my life. Mm-hmm. You would definitely be one of them. Tom would as well. That when something really bad happens, I'm like, I want to talk to them because they'll make a joke. They won't stop care how I'm feeling. They'll make a joke, and that's exactly <laughs> what I want right now. Not like, in a malicious way. But I also know that that relieves tension, though. It, it does. It does, like, and it makes yeah. everything better. Joke about everything. Yeah. And also, as well, I feel like sometimes, you know, you can actually, if someone confides in you about something very serious, like, sometimes everyone, like, people get very kind of shut off and they're like, oh, my God, and, like, what can I do? They try to find solutions where sometimes somebody just wants you to listen. And crack a joke. And crack a joke, you know. So, yeah, my grandmother taught me, you know, like, to to treat everyone kindly and take everything a bit lightly and, you know... um. Don't ever let yourself get too bogged down. And my mom taught me resilience. And my mom's been sick since I was 11. And, like, she really only stopped... Sick of your shit since you sick, were born. I know. Fucking, as she'd say, driving me around the bend. Um, but ever since, like, she she has a condition called fibromyalgia, which, like, m- vast majority of people who get that stop working. And she worked through the whole way. And then, like, just it, the last couple of years, I just got a bit too much. She has two two conditions. And she had to work. But she, like... She made sure that I basically I got three, through school. Three. <laughs> she was a ball ache of a daughter. I know. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. You couldn't. Because that's what she would say. I'm channeling my inner Deirdre here. Yeah. And you should see the two of them, John and my mum, oh. when they're together. They tear me to shreds. Anyone. We tear anyone. You, you do, to be fair. It's gas. I have all the time in the world for your mother. She's class. So that's your two people. Yeah. Question nine. You receive a present from Tom. Yeah. It is a dollhouse covered in magic glitter. 
and you're like, what an asshole. You start baiting your head off the wall and you get transported back in time approximately 35 weeks. Knowing what you know now, would you still have said yes to doing this podcast? Yes. Why? Because it is my... I know it's probably like, to people listening, they're probably like, oh, it's just you and your friend and you sit down and you talk and like, you know. But it's like a really good creative outlet for me and I've said this so many times before that like, I am the kind of person that like, I almost I always need to be doing something outside of work that kind of like keeps my interest in things like that. And I look forward to the podcast and yeah, we record it in the depths of night and like I won't get home now till, till one o'clock in the morning more than likely and I'll be tired in the morning, but it's worth it to me. And like... It does, like, we always do have good crack in here, but it isn't, it, I'll, I'll be the first one, it isn't always easy. Sometimes you're just not feeling it. Yeah. And it can be hard to come in here. And I found sometimes when both of us aren't feeling it, sometimes it's been our best episodes. Yeah. Because we're ca- the negative energy kind of just, like, fuels yeah. the kind of, like, you know, comments, like, you know. And uh, it's not easy to just come in here, and we have been as consistent as we humanly possibly could have been. Yeah. And it's not easy to come in every week and do it. It's easy to come in most weeks, but I think it's it's. Well, no matter what's going on in your life, it's like you have to come in and like switch off what's going on outside leave and everything like leave everything at the door. Yeah. And like, but I think it's great that like both of us have such a vested interest in it that like you know nobody ever turns around and says, oh, "Just can we bother doing it this week? Let's not." You know, no, we care. There's about never it. we're not bothered ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do like I I do think like, you know, even if it never you know, to use the Gen Z phrase, pops off. Like, you know, if it never, like, explodes and okay. becomes, like, yeah, we've the two Johnnies. Yeah, we've that topic. Like Let's <laughs> not... Yeah, but, you know... Gen Z phrase. <laughs> but, you know, if it ever fucking... Blows up, Blows like, up. Yeah, to like, use our own generation's like that'll be phrase. F- that'll be fantastic, but I'm happy with the way things are going at the moment, I think. Nice to hear. Nice to hear. What are your three go-to karaoke songs? Now, I know we, you don't often do karaoke, but if you had to... You can only have three songs. Hmm. Give me your three karaoke songs. Because I know what songs you really like to sing. Because I've seen you singing. And there's some songs that come on and you're like, yeah. American Boy. Okay. Why? I just a why after all of them. So. Uh, because 2008. Okay. And your second song? Love on Top. <laughs> okay. Why? Flex. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, three. Er, I will survive. That gets everyone Kane going. Fucking love that song. That That's the first going. song I ever sang. I was about twelve in karaoke in Spain. So yeah, hundred percent. My mom would have been fucking mortified. Really? In front of the whole bar. I didn't fuck. I I like, Let's it. do it. Let's go. It. Let go. That's brilliant. Question eleven: If you could hire somebody to cook for you, or somebody to clean from you, clean for you, which one are you picking? Cook. Why? I can clean. I can't cook. But you learn to cook. No, like, I hate cooking. I know I'm capable of cooking. The biggest idiot I know is good at cooking, you Me? know? Yeah, yeah, I know you're on about. Um, and they can learn to cook. I could learn to cook, but I just don't have the interest. You, l- you like cleaning? I like cleaning, yeah. Really? Remember me huffing bleach in the toilet, like? Yeah, but that's... You liking huffing bleach could be a very different thing to you liking getting on no, your hands and knees and scrubbing the skirt boards. Like. No, like I do like, I, I find I find cleaning satisfying. You can enjoy it more. Like if I spend, like I remember making a roast for a Sunday there a couple, a couple of months back and I spent all day doing it and then we had it eaten in 10 minutes. 
fuck off like I'd rather go down to the trade house and spend 30 euro on it very good okay so Lauren is a cleaner not a cook I would never be a cook and that matches up quite contrastingly with her pissy hands because she doesn't wash them after the bathroom but you know there you go she may wear gloves yep question 12 how often do you pick your nose Lauren is looking at me in utter disbelief for those who can't see her face which is everyone else listening I don't know I blow my nose a lot. Yeah. Pick my nose. Go for a good you move know, around. Like sometimes I rub my nose because I feel like there could be something like could be a bat in the hang cave. in there, like. Yeah. But I kind of like I'm doing a lot of movement here, but I kind of use like the knuckle, knuckle. just to kind of see, and I won't. But then I like I can't fo- like for example, it happened to me in work today, and then I had to fly into my office and put on my camera straight away to make sure there was nothing there. It was obviously just a bit of dust went up. I don't really pick my nose because I'm very self-conscious anyway. So like, do you know, I'd be afraid like, do you know, there could be no one in the house. I'd be like, someone's going to look at me like. <laughs> Teddy's going to tell dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, Mom was picking her nose all day today <laughs> and she was sitting on the couch and wiping it on that blanket. <laughs> and it was on my blanket. And I ate it. <laughs> you know, yeah, Teddy. So there was no evidence. Teddy is disgusting sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like even you know, like so stupid. Like our our windows get cleaned like ev- once every six months. And I got out of the shower this morning, and I realized that all my bras were hanging up in the front room. So I had to like run in, and like I know that it was very recently the windows were cleaned in the apart, like at the outside of the apartment. But I just had it in my head. I was like, there's going to be some cunt now up on a fucking ladder, and I'm going to be here tits out feet, for the world, eating curry chips, and it, my fucking <laughs> your driver's license in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm being stalked, um, but I was like, uh, but it was so irrational. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's you not run around, Teddy's flapping. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and like obviously he wasn't there. Like, and we live on the first floor, like yeah. so, like nobody can see. And there's a tree outside. Don't yeah. the neighbors can't see him. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, how do you think I would describe you to somebody who didn't know you? And I'm not talking about your looks. <laughs> Fuck, I was going to say Yeah, I know exactly what you were going to say. That's <laughs> why I put at the end of it, not your looks. Uh, I think you'd probably be like, Lauren, I know Lauren for ages, like, she, I don't know, like, she you know, like, sometimes she just, like, won't text you back, like, but she's a bit of a laugh or something, you know? I don't know, it's hard to... Not feeling like that a satisfactory answer. It's like, you know... Like ah, myself and Lauren, like you know, she kind of gets on my nerves a small bit, like, but no, kind of have to push for more, I'm afraid. Do you? I don't know, like, I don't know how anyone would describe me, like, you know, I think I'm not looking for you to say what you, what do I think is wrong with you? Okay, everyone knows what I think is wrong (laughs) with you. I'm talking. Someone, let's say someone listens to a bit of an episode of the podcast and they yeah. laugh and they're like, who's, who's that girl you're recording with? What, what, mm. What's she like? What, what, like? You seem great friends. Come on, what, what's, what's, what's the story there? See, like, we've been friends for a long time. We have a lot of the same friends. But we also have the exact same sense of humour. And why did you pick her? Because I would say that we're probably the two people that, like, riff off each other most. They're like, can absolutely tear each other to shreds and still remain friends afterwards. And like it has happened, like we have been particularly mean to each other. Someone asked me, were we actually fighting on last week's episode? What? What were we fighting about? Or it was the weekend before, maybe. Oh, we, we were, were messing, we were, we were like, like, do you want to fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was quite... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but like all, any time that we'd fight on the podcast, it would actually, like people have to know that's a joke because... Do you know what? 
we do actually get into a little bit of a fight sometimes. And after a couple of minutes, we give each other a look of like, we're being recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we rub it off. I we feel like it's like a, it I don't know, it's kind of like a sibling fight though or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We know where it's not like malicious, we're but not it's like, like this fucking like bitch. And like the minute that like that conversation ends, we're just standing outside again together like. Yeah. That was great, wasn't it? Scream, yeah. yeah. That's all you think I'd say about you? I think so. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. I That that to me is like, you know. I know that's why I asked. But Thanks a million. Not getting the reaction I really wanted, but well, you answer it so. Me answer that it's not my week. Should have asked me last week, couldn't you? Mm. How would you describe me? <laughs> I'm trying to get you a girlfriend. How would you describe me? Yeah. <laughs> Just describe me to everyone. Yeah, you missed out on some of your better qualities. I would say. Thanks. You're a very kind person. Thanks. And he's trying to. You make always me have everyone else's best interests at heart. Man, this man is trying to make me cry like a little bitch baby. I'll get my reaction one way or another. Thank you, John. And you'd move mountains for anyone, even if they don't deserve it. Thanks, John. And you're a fucking slag. <laughs> there was actually somebody in my life last year, and John was like, Why? Why? Yeah, listen, I'm going to describe it as vaguely as I can here, right? <laughs> Some rotten <laughs> prick. <laughs> Who we do nothing but give out about. <laughs> we honestly do nothing but give out about this person because they're so fucking dry and mm. hard. They'd suck the life out of a fucking party with a thousand people. They'd walk in and drain yeah. the life out of it. It's selfish, isn't it? If you're ever looking Do for what this person is like, look up uh, the SNL sketch called Debbie, Debbie Downer. Downer yeah. I swear to God, this person is exactly like Debbie, only not a girl. Called Darren, Darren Downer. Yeah, but it's not Darren Johnston. It's not Darren Johnston. He is great crack. Yeah. And this person, out of the blue, text Lauren and asked Lauren to do a favour that was no way convenient, <laughs> that put Lauren out of her way <laughs> to do this favour for the person. And I went up and I, I was like, oh, how did you go? I called over just randomly when we were having a chat. And she was like, oh, I... I uh, had to do this favour for Darren and describe what she did. And I was like, what? Yeah. This, and they text you. They weren't even in the county, I don't think. You could have you texted them and been like, sorry, I'm upside down in a well on the top of Croke Patrick. I can't <laughs> do this favour for you. And no, yeah. you went off out of your way and did this favour for this person. Yeah. What? It to be wrong mental. with you, like? Yeah, I don't know. I just like... That particular person's well, I feel like they don't have that much of a support system, so I kind of felt like so much. What are you, the fucking human equivalent of a bra? Support whoever fucking falls into you, is it? Oh, I know, like, I know, I like, and I, I'm, I'm, and you can probably see this, I've gotten better. Oh, like, God. I've yeah. gotten better, like. I don't think you've ever apologized on this podcast, and I think you, three years ago, would have done nothing but apologize. Yeah, well, I don't, like, I'm very comfortable with you as well, and I'm like I, I know exactly. Fuck knows why, because all I do is shout at you. But I know where you. I. St- but that's the thing. I know where I stand with you, and like I think the thing with you as well, John, is I know you so well. I know your body language and stuff. And if I've pushed something too far, I know I have. Yeah. You know. Doesn't happen very often. Doesn't. But I know I'm like, or if I get to the brink of it, I'm like, no, I'm gonna pull Let's back, back here. Like, just take a step back. But Never ease off. You just take one one step like, back. Um, but. I don't know what my point was. Oh yeah, like I don't feel I need to apologize. But sometimes my insecurities come out with people and like yeah. I just feel like somebody said to me once and it was like probably the most unhelpful. No, it I was probably the, the most cha- like it probably was the thing that kind of like 
the thing that someone said to me that made the most sense but also hurt the most was somebody turned around to me and they're like, why do you spend your life apologising for your existence? And I was like, fucking hell. Like I the penny dropped at that moment, even though it wasn't something nice to hear. Like I was like, fuck, I actually do apologise for merely existing. And it was actually very kind of hard to take. I was like, fuck, I hate myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, Do you know what I find mad? If you were in the queue in a shop, yeah, and someone just walked up and was like, I'm going to go in front of you there. You'd be like, yeah, okay. I would. 100%. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, that actually happened yesterday. I left, like someone was like, kind of like antsy in the queue for the deli in Super Valley and I was like here do you want to go ahead of me there like you know and like you could see that they were like trying to get me to know they were kind of going <sighs> you know and I was just like yeah you go ahead there even though like I'd actually been in the Garda station so I was 40 minutes into my lunch break at that point so I had 20 minutes to eat my lunch like you know sure look you live and learn like I like I was 10 times worse before you were, like, yeah you've gotten way better mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say better as if there's something wrong with you it's just Stick up for yourself. A bit yeah. More. Like you, you yeah. don't need to... Have a bit of conviction, like... Yeah, you don't need to worry about other people because they're all horrible cons who take your seat in the <laughs> fucking train anyway, so fuck them. <laughs> um, what was that question? That was how do I think somebody would... Uh, how would I, how do you think I would describe somebody to you who didn't know you? Yeah. So we're on to question 14. What is the best gift you've ever been given? Something you got and you were like, wow. And it can't be your engagement. Right? Fuck it. <laughs> Somebody knows you a little too yeah, well. A little <laughs> bit, little bit. Sorry, I keep moving the mic, but that's just because I'm sitting like a gobshite. Yeah. It, like I'm, I'm comfortable, but you know, sitting on the floor at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the lowest setting. On the chair, yeah, yeah. Not in her brain. She's fine there. She's midding. I'm midding. Yeah. Uh, um, go on. Jesus, that's actually a very tough question. I know, girl. I'm not here to fuck about. God, I feel really bad that like no present I've ever got is like popping into my head. Well, it doesn't even have to be a birthday present. It could have just been some time at some point. It could have been something as stupid now as someone realised you were fucking blipping like a fucking <laughs> World War Two radar system and was like, I'm yeah. just going to get her a drink or a fucking Subway or something. I don't know what you eat. A really cute present I got once for a birthday and I like, it was just so thoughtful and it was actually from Nim. So... We had this joke, it was not a joke, but we had this thing in college where we used to sing this song to, like, when we were, like, out and things like that, to Martin. And just before my birthday, Nim spotted the record of that song in a charity shop. And she bought it, and she made the effort to make her way to the Oliver Plunkett to give it to me. And I was like, God, that was so thoughtful. Just because of a bit of like she just thought effort of me. went into it. Like. She thought of me when she got it. Um... Yeah, that was really cute. Also, I was having like a really tough time probably like over just probably 18 months ago and Bree Jean arrived at my house one night with like a care package like full of like like pajamas and and hair like a cool hairbrush and like some products and things like that and it was just so thoughtful. It was like, you know, she knew I was kind of going through it and just thought of me like, you know, like to be honest with you, with gifts and this, and I mean, this probably sounds like I'm such like a, oh, you know, like I'm not about material possessions. I am. But like the problem with me is I'll buy my, like if I want, if I want the new iPhone, like I won't stop at anything to get it. Like, do you and know the what I mean? the same around birthdays at Christmas, I always get the question, what do you want? And I'm like, if I want something, I'll buy it. Yeah. Do you know what you do? Put away 
whatever you were thinking of spending on me. And when I go to buy my next thing that I want, which I'm going to buy for yeah. myself, you can contribute the money. Yeah, that's the way I am. Like, I, I like I don't, like, I would never say I'm not materialistic. Like, I like having, like... Nice things. I like having nice things. And, like, you know, I'm very proud of some of the stuff that I own, like, you know... Dog and, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know, like, my even the MacBook, like, you know, the fact that, like, we own a MacBook and, like, that both, like, Tom and I worked to get the MacBook. Yeah, I got like, mine from the Panicotic Credit Union. Yeah, I got my wedding from them, so I suppose, look, you know, here we are, like, but... Um, ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows, exactly. But, like, I love a thoughtful gift. Like, that's a big thing for me, like, you know, if someone... Like, I'll always try, if I'm getting someone a gift, I'll always try and get them something that, like, kind of means something to them, do you know? I'm very sentimental. I'm a very sentimental person, like, do you know? Okay, okay. It was very weepy around the wedding, like, do you know? You were. Um, you were very bearable, though. Um... <laughs> Question 15. Okay. If you could go back to a moment in your life and just change one thing, what would it be? Honestly. And you said yes. <laughs> Paris. No, what are you saying? When. Just uh, one small thing. I wish I'd never walked into Carfin Warehouse after I dropped out of college and said, I'm going to take full time hours. Really? I wish I never took a promotion in Carfin Warehouse. I wish I never moved up there. I wish I kept it as a part-time job, was earning like 500 euro a month or something, went back then to college okay. in September, and I would love to just have a qualification under my belt. Not that I may not be working there now, but I just know in my heart that my life would be drastically different if I didn't end up on the career path I'm on. Okay. That so haunts me, like. Really? Haunts me, yeah. I think what you take from that is because I've been asked this question before and the answer is truly nothing because and as stupid as it sounds but it's something I do believe in like every experience and thing you've gone through or done mm. is who you are now yeah and I'm happy with who I am now yeah you're obviously not because you're a big fucking <laughs> big walking around in your depressiosis and all that like but like you know like I personally I think from care from where you learned a lot you developed a lot now, I know it also was quite damaging in some ways. Yeah. But you learned how to deal with people professionally, like. As in, there was yeah. no customer that could come in that you would say no to, and there's no customer that could come in that you didn't know how to deal with. Yeah. And that's a skill you learned really quickly and you were really good at. Mm. Yeah. And I think you learned, you were kicked around a lot. Mm -hmm. But that made you appreciate where you are now in secrets a lot more. <laughs> Because I couldn't, like, we, me and Tom could not believe how amazed you were that you were getting basic privileges in your job. No yeah, mind like the extras, like. Lunch breaks and time off and, like. Oh, you're, oh, you have a headache. Don't come in. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. You can't clap around with a headache, like. <laughs> and I also remember texting my first assistant manager me, like, I'm so sorry that I couldn't come in this morning. And they were like, don't worry about it. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, What? Sorry. Um, yeah, and like, uh, do you know what? As I was saying that a minute ago, he's like, yeah, but like, you don't know what path I would have ended up on. Yeah. I reckon you'd be a music teacher. Yeah, which mightn't have been a bad thing either. Might have been a terrible thing because you're quite pitchy, but like... <laughs> <laughs> but also as well, I... Um, yeah, like, I don't have any regrets. Like, I, I definitely don't. But, I, you know, there's you, a... You would even though you don't regret it, you'd still like... There's a what, what if. Happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Happy enough with that answer? 
Right. Loop the looper twister. <sighs> twister. Ooh. Very, very close. You still always go for a magnum, like, you know, so. But that's not the fucking option, Lauren. You walk into a shop and you're fucking roasting and you want an ice cream and they say, hey, sorry, no, shut up a minute. They're having a bit of an issue. They've got loop de loops or they've got fucking twisters. Which one are you buying? They have a load of them. Twister. Wrong answer. Okay, sorry. Honest to God, loop de loop are S tier. They're fucking top notch. And anyone who disagrees with me. You're probably the type of person who tape, takes people's reserved train seats. I wouldn't. <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> I find the middle of a twister way too sweet. That's why the red bit is like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You see, I kind of find the um, limey part on the loop-to-loop kind of a bit grating. Mm-hmm. Interesting, oh. interesting. Um, okay. Okay. What's the most daring thing you've ever done? <laughs> As oh. you can tell, my questions are air, quite going in peaks and troughs here, yeah. up and down. <laughs> Honestly... Nothing. I'm not a daring person. I know I d- you're not a daring person. I don't take risks. I know. Uh, there is n- zero things coming to my head right now. Can you think of anything? I can. You didn't ask me, did you? Uh, honestly, there. I swear I've gone blank. Um, Just quick look down at your left hand there. My you got married. Daring? You went off and planned a fucking wedding. That's yeah. fucking mad. Yeah. But like, I'm not like... You make daring decisions. Like, you left a job. Yeah. That's... Not everyone can do that, like. It doesn't have, I'm not saying, what's the most daring thing ever and did you do it? Mm. You're not asking me, did I ever jump out of a plane or something? No, like I know you didn't. Christ. Yeah, well, sometimes... Yeah, sometimes I make decisions that, you know... Here's what I think is your most daring decision. Okay. You ready for this? Mm. You reached out for help when you needed it. Mm. When you needed it. Sorry, my voice cut off there. Yeah. That was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And like, I don't think, I like. I know we've said it a few times in the podcast, I just think that topic is just too heavy. Yeah, that's why we haven't done it yet. And I'm not going to push you to do it. No. Nearly N- and it's not that like it's too heavy for me, because to be honest with you, <coughs> I would I would talk about that period of my life till the cows come home like and I, I and I absolutely would like and I do you know what I'm starting to think this is it might not be the right medium for it because we if you're trying to talk about that and I'm here making jokes which I inevitably <laughs> will be <laughs> you'll get cancelled people will be like that fella <laughs> does no. not care about mental health no no or this do. cow he's in the podcast with you absolutely do care about it you know there was very few people that like well not I'm th- that's not a fair that's not a fair comment to make but there were there were probably you know, there were very few people that I would, like, want to reach out to when I was as, you know, low as that. Like, in like, you know, you were one of the people that was there for me. There was a few people that weren't there when I came back. Yeah. You know? And fuck them. Fuck them. You know you were. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Be gone. Right. Loop to loop twister. <laughs> what was the, like, what was the question? Oh, daring, yeah. Reach most daring friend. thing you've ever done. I think that was. I think that was very brave. Thank you. Some people aren't that brave. Who would play you in a movie about your life? (laughs) Don French. There was only two answers I thought you were going to give, and Don French was one of them. No, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. What about Jennifer then draws you to her? Do you think she's quite an emotional character? She's she could portray thing. you. Oh, she is a fine thing. Fine thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sharon Neviolan. 
Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to get someone who can it's sing. It's Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, very good. Who would you like to play? Robin Williams. Okay, yeah, he'd I think he'd put me. it off as well, yeah. yeah <laughs> he'd yeah, capture yeah. me, no bother. Um, okay, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Depends. Ooh. Get ready okay. for a split answer, you motherfuckers. <laughs> if I'm going... Um, if I'm going out, 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 probably, probably takes me if I and I'm washing my hair. Yeah, it probably it takes me about an hour to wash my hair and dry it, and then I probably takes me about a half an hour to do my makeup. Um, and I'll always have my outfit outfit planned in my head first, so I never really have to worry about outfits. So about an hour and a half when I'm going out in the mornings currently because I'm just been I w- I went back on a higher dose of antidepressants last week, so I am exhausted. Um. At the moment, so it's so I'm sleeping in till eight o'clock, and I'm out the door and all with time to spare a quarter to nine. Wow! So it doesn't take me that long to get ready in the morning. I wash my hair at night. I actually wash my hair only about maybe twice or three times a week now. Whereas when I was younger, I wash it every day. But I'm after training my hair to not be greasy anymore, and I have a way of doing my hair now that I'm happy with and blah 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 blah. But I'll get up, have a body shower, brush my teeth, have something to eat, get dressed, and be out the door in all in 45 out minutes. the gap. Take all my tablets, take my vitamins, out the door. Yeah, Good stuff. Um, question 20. <laughs> and this is a bit of a mean one. Okay. And I'm not going to stop at you till you give me a proper answer. Okay. If you could change one thing about Tom, what would it be? I have this one. He knows this. <laughs> you fucking better. <laughs> I have never met a person who needs so much time to wake up, as in to be a person. Okay? So when Tom wakes up first in the morning, he is useless. I believe that when Tom thinks he's awake, he's actually still in the first stage of sleep. He, he takes his eyes barely open. He's like a newborn baby when he wakes up first in the morning. You can't get a fucking thing out of him. <laughs> and if you're like, Tom, I actually really need you to get up because I need you to do this. He's like, what? And he's like, not a person. After 12 minutes, he's like, oh, right, I'm ready for the day. I'm, but like, do you know now, if <coughs> Bless you. if someone woke me up, I'd be straight awake. I'd be like, what can we do? Takes me a good hour. Yeah. Takes Tom. So long to become a person. Are you okay? So Do you want to take a drink of water there? <laughs> well, Lauren is taking a drink of water and reflecting on the fact that she's choking on literally nothing. Um, I just wanted to let you know that you're all great people and thank that you was for listening. absolute karma for talking shit about my lovely husband. Well, I didn't choke on nothing. Fuck him. And the last thing, the other, th- I will actually give you two. Okay, getting juicy. And the, he knows this as well. If I say to Tom, we are leaving at quarter to 12. He has to piss at quarter to twelve, like his last, his last activity before we leave our house is to piss. So it doesn't matter. <coughs> Do you have to? Well, he was drinking. You did. Like if he if he went to the toilet at half eleven. He still thinks he has to piss at quarter to like he the last thing he has to do is piss when before we leave the house. He I think he thinks he's a tiny bladder when he doesn't like. Do you ever reckon he goes in there and is like, oh shit, I actually don't need to piss. I'd say he, there's probably dribs come out like. Dribs. You know? 
I'll tell him this now. I'll be like, yeah, John asked me, was there anything I changed? And he was like, ooh, this is going to be mean. And I was like, no, I have two. Fuck's sake. I would change anything else, though. Your sound, bud. Right. Now, for the next question, mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this with a warning. <laughs> this is an over 18s podcast. <laughs> it says it right there it when you go explicit. to play it. <clears throat> it's explicit. It's over 18s. If you are listening to this podcast and you are currently a child, fuck off. Or you have a child in the car with you. Or if you you have a child in the car or you're anywhere near a child, please, 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 please switch off. What the fuck are you about Or skip forward three minutes or so. You're going to freak me out here now. Because I'm not taking any responsibility or flack for this question. I'm terrified. I'm trying to do a warning here, please. Okay. So this is your final warning. Any children... Anywhere near you, turn off. Turn off and don't bother your hole getting on to me. Okay? How old were you when you found out Santa wasn't real? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's literally gone red with the with the anxiety of that question, by the way. Oh my god. Okay. Um And how did you find out? When I was in senior infants. Someone in fifth class came up to us, a group of us, and told us Whoa. that Santa wasn't real. But we were like, fuck off. You're a dickhead. But I always had my suspicions from that day on. The last Christmas that I actually believed I was nine. And then when I was ten, I was sitting there and I was like, this is bullshit. And we had internet. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going on the family computer. We just bought it in Dixon's in the shopping centre. I'm going to find this out. We just got broadband. So I googled it, or yahooed it, or whatever it was at the time, and they confirmed it. But, John Tuig, I did not stop. I pretended for another two years that I believed, because the the presents were banging. I'm just after googling it there, and apparently he is. Oh, there you go. Sorry. Okay, I'm taking no flack for that. If you had a child near you and who heard that, or if your own child heard that, uh, you shouldn't be listening to it with a child anyway, but honestly, fuck you. You, you, had, you were warned. You were pre-warned. Isn't it so sad, though, the minute you stop believing that Christmas is ruined? It's never the same no, again. No, because then you get to go to other people's houses when their children believe in Santa. When you're invited, obviously. Don't just go to their <laughs> house. <laughs> and, uh, and you get to be part of the ruse. Like, you get to... Yeah. John just like knocks him. Do you have a child in <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, so any, any children going, no? Um, okay. What question are we on? And honestly, honestly, I'm not taking any shit for that question because I that was, couldn't oh, have been a You gave warning. about a Do you know what now? There's going to be someone out there who's like, oh, he's probably going to say the word fucking vagina or something. I'm not going to. And, and no, now no, you've ruined your child. There could not be anyone under 18 listening to this podcast. We say cunt all the time. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you mention the other C word as well, the one that makes you cough, uh, we get a, a warning on the front of the episode. We do. I yeah. love it. It's great. I love that. I feel because we had one on like two episodes ago, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you, yeah, you feel were like uh, we had." I feel gives it, we're giving Joe Rogan vibes. Like, yeah. You know? So, uh, what was is that question there? Was okay. Question twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite teacher? If so, who? And what made them your favourite teacher? I think this answer is going to piss you off. There's very little you've said tonight that wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why stop now? I had a business teacher in school. 
And I don't know, was he very nice to you? I, I don't know. But I think if you want me to read that question again, I can. Who was my favourite teacher? Did you have a favourite teacher? If so, who? Yep. His and name why? His name is Mr. Griffin. Okay. And I he used to run the mini company in transition year. And he basically I was like, I don't know. I was booking gigs with it, and uh, like the, the our mini company was like a fucking events management thing, whatever. And I got really, really into it, like severely into it, and it was great. And he saw something in me that, like, like I wasn't academic in school. I was a good student. I sat down, I did my work. I wasn't a messer, but I wasn't like I don't exam well. Like it's just not my thing. And he, my mom was a little bit worried about that, I suppose, as any parent would be. And at the parent-teacher meeting, he was like, Lauren will have no problem in her life because she talked the fucking legs off a donkey. And also, as well, she's... She talked the arse off a low-flying duck. <laughs> and also, like, he was like, look, her personality will carry her. And from that day on... like, well, it wasn't going to be your looks anyway. No, it wasn't, yeah. It looked like a frog. Um, with your famous black and white glasses, which I still... Im- every time someone's like, do you know Lauren? I'm like, oh, yeah, the girl with the black and white really? glasses. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird um but i yeah so like basically i was like just uh like he just he basically was like he he just kind of like put confidence in me that a teacher hadn't done before like he was like you're going to be grand like just chill out like you're you're good like and he just guided me and he was just a very nice man like i'd say if there's three people working in that building i didn't wish death on it'd be a lot yeah. I know who the three of them are, but you didn't ask me, so. <laughs> is this, this is feeling like good payback. Do you think it's going on? Do you yeah, fuck it, I love talking about myself. You do, yeah, it's your favourite fucking topic. Um, it is, yeah. Let's do another Lauren topic next week. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you want, I can <laughs> I can improve on this. <laughs> I have my learning so far. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Okay, do you have a motto or a life mantra? Two things pop into my head here. My mother always said when I was growing up, everything happens for a reason. And yesterday people were like, are you okay? And I was like, ah, sure. Everything happens for a reason. Whatever that reason is, that there'll be, is there a deeper meaning to what happened to me yesterday? No, there was just chips on the passenger seat. Maybe life know. was telling you to eat less of them. Everyone's telling me to eat less of them though, do you know what I mean? Life put a meal in front of you that you finally wouldn't eat and it's like, there you go, you can do it. My doctor took my blood pressure last week. She's like, you've got really good blood pressure. Like, like I don't know how. Like. I, I put myself under constant pressure. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my lungs. Um, but, and another thing, I have a manager. Um, she wouldn't be my direct reporter, like someone I directly report to, but she's just slightly above. And This is Victoria, yeah. the one with all the secrets. And if I go... I remember I was like in a tiz a couple of years ago and I was like freaked out about something and I was like, oh my God, it was like a Wednesday and this is going to happen the next Tuesday. This person was going to come in and I was freaked out about it. And she turned around to me and she said, Lauren. And I said, yeah. And she said, do we need to worry about that today? Is that something we need to be worried about right now? Or can we deal with it at a later time? And that fucked me up. Because now I just say that, like if I'm like, Freaked and I'm like I have to get this done I have to get that done I stop myself Don't have enough body glitter For Saturday's show Exactly Yeah I don't have enough titty tape I say No It's okay I'll deal with that when it comes to it I've come I've become much better at like 
dealing with what's in front do you know it's kind of using a it's like a different version of cross that bridge when you come to it deal with the moment in front of your face yeah. that's all you can do carpe diem carpe diem yolo <laughs> mayonnaise on my titties <laughs> barbecue sauce on my titties barbecue sauce that was it right good mantra or life motto question 24 Maybe where do you see yourself or where do you hope to be in 10 years time so was Tarty would be the real answer. <laughs> I'm looking for a bit more Ten than years that. Ten years time. Fucking hell, I'd be nearly 40. I hope to have a kid and... Right. So yours or just one? A child. Take one. It's one, a child. Yeah. Um, and... Get a 13-year-old or something. I'm sure all the best days are behind him then. Exactly. I would... Uh, I want to own my own house. And to be honest with you... I would like to be probably working in a job that I love, you know, something like that. Cause we, yeah, we've talked before about how you're happy in your job now, but you would like to be doing something yeah. that's a real... If I, if I, something that I open my eyes in the morning and I'm energised about going out the door and to you do. G- and you get to leave your clothes on as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so many bruises. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and uh, but look, I, I this as cheesy as it sounds, I just, like, I'm very content and, like, a lot of my, you know, b- b- I think... I carried around a lot of guilt and I, I, I've talked to, I, I go to counselling and stuff and like I talk to my counsellor about this and I say like, I feel like so selfish sometimes that like I had depression. That I still suffer from well, you depression. you should. It wasn't really convenient for me to be honest at the time. No, it wasn't. Uh, I had a lot of things going on and I really could have <laughs> just like... You oh, could have done with a friend. Like, yeah, not yeah. even like just fucking just... Yeah, Someone yeah. to have a skit like... Yeah, and you weren't, you weren't there like this. It really <laughs> was like, inconvenient. What I mean is like, I felt like... I was being an ungrateful bitch because, like, like I have what a lot of other people are out there looking for, which is, like, someone to Tom. spend... Yeah. Tom, specifically. Yeah, but, like, s- people are looking to spend their life with somebody who enriches them and makes them a better person, and yeah. I had that. And, like, she was like, Lauren, I have to remind you, like, depression isn't just, like, it's not related oh, to your I'm a bit sad about this. She's like, you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, <coughs> and... Sometimes outside factors affect it, and you know that was kind of a push the wrong button thing. I don't know what the question was. The question was, where do you see yourself, or where oh do you yeah. hope to be in so ten like years? So like, no, why you started talking about your depression again? again we're fucking sick of that. Fuck's like. sake. Um, but I'm I'm very content, and I just want to continue that way. But I want to, it like, so I hit a low patch again, and like I just never, I just always want to be on the up and up, you know. So I just want to be. Fucking hell! I know as cheesy as it sounds, I just want to be happy. Like, do you know? Okay, you have a long road ahead of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lose a bit of weight, bitch. Long road ahead of you, but you won't be walking it <laughs> <laughs> alone. Won't be walking it alone. There'll be people <laughs> there with you. Um, I I don't know. I feel really mean. This that was whole funny. episode. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Hey, ten um, out of ten. Even this whole these all these questions you mean because I know it, it was it's a bit of payback, but it, uh, okay. I thought it was a good topic it's too. Okay, I'm all good. Do you have any traditions? Yeah. Uh, Christmas. We. So that's why everyone does Christmas now. Christmas. Yeah, talking about you, do you have any traditions? No. At Christmas time, we always go to Glow Cork, Tom yeah. and I, and we always get a um, walk and roll. And we walk around in Peace we Park. Walk around. We walk around Peace Park, and we just, just we've done that every year since we were together. Um, since so this year it'll literally be 
10 years. What would it take to get you up in the Ferris wheel? Um, ketamine, I'd say. <laughs> Let me see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of horse training. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's my tradition. That would be a big tradition. Yeah. Uh, but that, like, I'm not, like, we don't really have a lot of traditions. My family split up there four years ago, so I'm pretty. What did they? You never mentioned that. Yeah, my mum dad, like, broke up, so uh, Christmas is just, like, a totally different thing now. But you have your own family tradition now. You have your own family. Mm-hmm. Your own little I know for a fact that I'm going to be like the kind of person who's like, we always have to have a, cri- uh, a picture by the Christmas tree. And my kids are going to be like, fuck off, you fucking bitch. Do you know how often I've wanted to go away for Christmas? It's class. Just go away by myself. Class. And like, I know I can find people to come if I really want it, but just go away and just do something else in a hot country or something for Christmas. Going Even away. though I like winter, I would just like to just go away. Going away for Christmas is the best thing ever. My, if I even suggested to my mother mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to be there for Christmas Day, yep. she would kick me up and down the fucking road. Yep. It was the coolest thing. Like, you know, there's flights to Lanzarote on Christmas Eve, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she'd bait me. She would yep. bait me. Well, you see... When we, like, I probably wouldn't go away for Christmas now for a good few years, like, but when we went in 2019, like, again, it was just, like, a fucking weird thing where it was, like, the first Christmas when my parents split up, they were still quite pally, and so we all had Christmas dinner together, and then the next year it was, like, oh, like, there was a lot, there was a lot to be fixed, and, like, we got out. Get out, we ain't fucking no more. We got out. Yeah. Um. That was the, yeah, that was... The vibe, like, uh, okay. It's the last question. Mood. I think this episode is going to be a very long one. I'm just going to check how long we've been at it. An hour and 54. Oh, crap. So we'll uh, wrap up with this question. Okay. Fuck it, we did a short one last week. Yeah, Fuck okay. them. We give them loads. Yep. In relation to this podcast, what direction would you like to take it in? I want to be rich and famous. No, that is the goal. <laughs> what direction do you want to take it in? I think we're actually pretty... I like the format that we use at the moment. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more guests, li- a few more guests. Um, yeah. Would you like to do live shows at some point? Oh, I'd love to do live shows, but I feel like we have to have more listeners before we do that. Because, oh, yeah. you know... Well, to be fair, we... It would be just like a Friday night in the we, fucking we, Oliver we Plunk. we fill the uh, Unitarian Church. <laughs> The Haven. Um, yeah. It would be like a fucking Friday night in the Oliver Plunkett if we did anything now. Like, you know or would you mean? like to do some outside stuff, like recording from different locations oh, for that. the crack and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just kick the answer out of you. Uh, yeah, thanks, Minion. <laughs> no bother. Get the answer you want. Yeah. yeah. The I'm I a want. great interviewer. I want to, you want to keep your host, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah your your yeah, yeah. co-host? You want yeah. to keep, keep And I'm going to get yeah. a new co-host. What? Uh, and I want to keep the same there? co-host. Yeah. That's what I thought you said. Sorry, was it? Yeah. Your mic yeah. must have went away. I like right the there. podcast though, and like I listen back Fucking sometimes. Hope you do. But I listen back sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, like sometimes I listen. I'm like, I'm a fuck. Like I'm a bitch, and I also I'm like, wait, like I don't remember saying half the shit I say. Like as soon as we stop recording, I for, I'm, I've got like podcast timers there. I just mm. f- press stop, and I forget everything we said over the last few hours. I feel like we're. I feel like sometimes we're acting though. Like we're like almost caricature versions of ourselves. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we're. Not could you imagine me being myself coming on here? Well, what I mean is I Christ. feel like I feel like we're exaggerated versions of ourselves though. Yeah. Yeah. 
I must shit crack at the best time. Big moody head me. I'm never moody on the podcast then ever. No. I never get wound up. <laughs> You're laughing at. Sorry. Um yeah, that's all the questions. That, that was the get to know Lauren episode. Sorry if it was a bit long, but um I was like, 26 questions isn't going to be enough. And then, sure, Jesus, took 42 minutes to get through all of them. Um, hey, man. I feel like I was on fucking gay burn. What was I'm not gay. Burn. Yeah, I'm not gay burn. What's the name of that show that he used to have? The Meaning of Life. Meaning of Life, yeah. 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 The the, what of is life? the meaning of this bitch? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I meant it as like a get back at you kind of thing because uh, I was... Feigning being pissed off at last mm-hmm. week, even though I quite enjoyed it. And there you are now. There's my revenge, there as mild go. as it was. It hurt. It's always nice to get to know you <laughs> a bit better. Thanks. You could have answered all these questions, though. Yeah, that's why I wrote them. Except <laughs> for the jelly one. I was surprised with the jelly one. Um, yeah. And your karaoke songs. Wouldn't have picked any of those. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would have put you for a loop-de-loop person. Uh, <laughs> your shoe sizes. That was a five, actually. A um, couple of them would have got wrong, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at like I'm a six or six and a half, like do you know what I mean? So you're yeah. way off, like yeah, way off. Anyway, thank you all very much for listening. Um, Thanks, we like some shorter episodes. Last week was a short one. This is a longer one. Do you know what? I'll We're have to go have a cry in the car now. Yeah, and do some fucking serious editing. <laughs> People are going to be very cross that it's nearly two hours. I'd say nah, fuck them all. They'll be grand. Okay. Um, is there anyone still listening? I doubt it. If there's anyone still listening, send us the word egg. In the DMs on But Instagram. only spell it E-G With one Only egg. spell it with one egg Sp- Spell egg with one egg Yeah Okay Fucking <laughs> Thank you everyone said that to me in a car before I did Fine. Thank you everyone for listening this week uh, Sorry Maybe I was being a bit self-indulgent Who knows Do you want to do any more of an outro Or are you no. just going to stop there Okay you, th- That's your job Oh sorry You're the radio guy Oh yeah Thank you very much for listening, everybody. This has been the Langer and the Gowl podcast here on whatever device you happen to be listening on, whatever system. Was it Apple Music? Is it Google, Spotify? Nokia 3310. Nokia 3310. You're playing Snake in the background. Maybe you are. I've been the Langer, John James. And I've been the Gowl. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Langer and the Gowl. If you have a moment, please leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch via Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, we are at Pod. If you want to send us an email, you can email us on langolpod at gmail.com. I've been the Langer. And I've been the Go. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>